There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. and welcome to Fan Splainers. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Edrick. And for the first time in the history of the show, there's not much history of the show, we just started a little while ago, uh, we're doing a movie not based on a comic book, or comic book character. Yes, we are. Yeah. We are so doing one. here we go. It's gonna, it's gonna be different. Oh, I see what you mean. We are, because one of the, we're gonna talk about two movies today. Okay. One movie's based on a comic book character. Oh, I thought we were doing one at a time. So this and is one a- and one isn't. I thought we just covered them both in one one episode. I don't know if all right. Them, I don't know if either of them deserve an entire show. Oh wow, that's very interesting. Okay, well the f- <laughs> the first one we'll be talking about is uh, Jordan Peele's uh, Us. Yes, and the second one is Hellboy. Okay, there we go. Uh, which uh, Jordan Peele... Sorry to throw a... that at you. I didn't All right. I thought we discussed We're going to do both did. in this show. Yeah, we did. We Here's how you said it to me. Uh, let's do uh, Us and let's do Hellboy. And I was like, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Thinking they were two separate mm, things. Yeah. Yet it's uh, not. So let's uh, let's do them both. They're two sides of a different coin. Do you know what this is to me? What's this that? is like, if I was doing something comic book related, yeah. a Marvel two-in-one. There you go. We're still keeping it very comic booky. Yes. Not a team <laughs> we up. We can't help it. Compare and Not contrast. Not a Marvel team. Okay, there you go. All right. Marvel. And at the end, we'll have to determine which is the better film. There. How about that? Oh, well. Hmm. Yeah. This was uh, this was me being uh, sloppy off the start, and I apologize <laughs> to our listeners. I uh, wish, uh, wish I, I ran a tighter ship, uh, but, uh, but there you go. Um, first of all, uh, Jordan Peele, this is his uh, follow, follow-up film. It's his third movie, I guess. Oh, was his his third? Yeah. What was his? Uh, I'm missing. Keanu. Okay. The cat movie that he did with with his uh, one time partner Jordan Pe- uh, Jordan uh, Peele and uh, uh, Ke- Keegan Michael Ke- Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Keegles. <laughs> That's right. Keegan isn't it Keegan Michael Michael uh, Key? Moy. Every time you say it, it's delighting me more. <laughs> This is uh, maybe I'm wrong. This is I just a, know them as Key and Peel, so and I, I do know his name. Yep, up until five minutes ago. Yeah, Keegan Michael Key. I was, was a, right. Who's a really uh, good actor? I've loved him in uh, many mm. many things. That's uh, good. Uh, don't think twice. He's fantastic in that. Uh, he's in uh, the new Predator movie. Does a nice job in that. I've not seen that movie uh, yet. Uh, there we go. So it's uh, it's all fine and fine. Uh, but this this to me was the follow up to Get Out. I'm not sure if they did they direct uh, Keanu as well. I thought that Jordan Peele directed Keanu, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he just wrote it. I don't know either. We could look it up. And yet, we won't. we're not. <laughs> we're not going to. Uh, because people liked Keanu, and Keanu was fine. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Get Out uh, just blew the doors off the place. It's a pretty. It's a very good movie. It's I a very. It's out. a very good movie to see in a theater with a bunch of people, mm. especially if you don't know what's going to happen. I didn't yeah. see it that way, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, it uh, screams and delight, and I th- it's 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 maybe a movie uh, that uh, 
you know, isn't necessarily for us, two white guys from Canada, uh, to feel as deeply as uh, someone in the states would feel. Sure. Uh, so, so there's, well, there's we that. Have, we have our own embarrassing history, so we should embrace it, mm. not pretend it didn't happen. Right, but uh, the current situation, mm. uh, you know, is reflect. Here's the thing: I'm really enjoying Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone. I'm thinking he, okay. you know, when when he nails it, he really nails it. There was an episode called Rewind. Uh, that was about a video camera and a uh, police officer that is basically hunting a mother and her son. Okay. And it's, uh, it's so chilling and could be its own movie. Mm. Um, and it just really speaks to the time. And they just did, uh, one called Not All Men. It was a very simple idea that also was like, just like bang on the money. And uh, also a really good one, uh, Wonderkind, uh, about a kid president. That okay. you know you could easily uh, translate to uh, what's going on now. So he 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 feels like he knows what he's talking about uh, with what's going on now, mm-hmm. and that gives the horror in his horror movies more uh, more impact. Um, so uh, yeah, he did uh, he did Get Out, and uh, Get Out was a film that you didn't know what was gonna what it was gonna be about. It had a good. Weird... Yeah, I had no idea when I saw it. I had no idea what what I was in for. Mm. Like things that happen and it genu- genuinely surprised me when the girlfriend turns out to, you know, to be uh, the one of the villains. I was, you know, when that scene happens, you're like, yeah, I give him the keys and what, what? No, you're not on. You know, this yeah, is, yeah. it was really good. Like it really. And then the very end of the film, which speaking of like police and how, you know, we perceive police and uh, police relations with black people at uh, the scene when he's fighting yeah. the ex-girlfriend, I guess we call yeah. her now. And then the police car rolls up. You're just like, "Well, this is it. Like, this is he's yeah. done for." And then it just has this great twist of his. Yeah, he knew coming. how to uh, really work the audience, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. it could have uh, ended uh, in a very depressing way, and people would have gone, "What a great art film!" Yeah. But instead, it ended in a happy way, mm-hmm. and people went, "What a great film!" And uh, yeah, it ended in a yeah. It's one of those happy stopping places movies. It didn't actually. Solve... It makes you. It makes you cheer. Though. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, and then it also had one of the. Great villainous scenes of the girlfriend sitting on her bed, mm-hmm. drinking milk and eating a single piece of cereal. Yeah, and it just she, seems she so, has the milk and the cereal separate. It seems such a perfect summation of that that sort of character that it was just really... separating the white and the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, it was perfect. Uh, really well done movie, and but I felt like and us... it was a guy, it was definitely a movie where sure. the uh, director had seen other horror movies and knew that you had seen other horror yeah. movies. Yeah, and we're like, okay, uh, that's one thing I like about his work is. He, I feel like he feels you're you're smart, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna take you for a ride. There's no there's no moments where where you go like I feel I'm being condescended to in uh, in in his work. Okay. But we'll see as for how you feel as we go along. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with. I think Get Out was just like a perfect idea for a movie and just and and well really well executed all the way th- all the way along. So this is the follow up. So this is the follow up film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 2019 release. And uh, uh, general thoughts on it before we kind of go through it a little bit. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, how did you How did you feel about it? Well, I quite enjoyed it up to a point, and then I felt like it kind of overexplained its own premise to a point where it got ridiculous, and I was just kind of like, "This is not making any sense at all." Like, it did get a little too explainy to me as well. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like, and I want to divide a movie into two into two ways. Like, one is, yes, what it's talking about is very worthy. But is it entertaining me? That's, you know, the other question, like, it's okay if, you know, it has a message it wants to tell us, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of subtext and ways we can read, is it, you know, like, is it an anti-capitalist treatise? Is mm-hmm. it about race relations? These are all kind of things that you could take from the film. Yep. 
But if it's not, if at some point I'm not being entertained by it and I'm just sort of getting annoyed, then I feel like that movie is not a success. No matter what its message is, no matter how, you know, great its message is, if it's not doing it for me, it's just not, you know, that's just, there's the movie, there's lots of movies we could think of that are worthy films, but aren't necessarily entertaining films, you know. Judgment at Nuremberg would be a good example of an old movie that is a bit of a clunker. It's a worthy film, you know, talking about the Nuremberg trials. Right. But, shrug, because the movie is not entertaining. So you'd think a concept that's as gripping as that would be, could be done in, in a, in a way that's, you know, equally entertaining or gripping to watch, but it's not. It's a bit of a, bit of a dog of a movie. And so that's how you have to judge that film to me, not, not its subject matter, but it's, it's um, what it does as a movie. And this film has lots of good scary parts. Mm-hmm. It has my daughter. Do- I went to see it with my daughters, and my daughter, one daughter, s- spent the movie with her hoodies uh, pulled up over her head and zipped up, or pull- you know, uh, the drawstrings drawn, so she had this very narrow aperture to look through at the movie. Sure. And then, then even that was like covered through parts of it as well. So it was an effective film. It was very scary. Uh, Did you have a talky audience? No, I had a very quiet audience. Okay. Yeah, we actually had a really... We went and saw it opening night as well. So there's no... We had no spoilers. We didn't know anything yeah, about it going in. That is, I think, the best way to go. And it was... It. Yeah, it was really effective. You know, because I saw the trailer and so I had like some ideas of it. But did you? That's the thing. That, yeah. It's like you, you mm-hmm. see the, the trailer. First of all, a really good trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Peele knows how to make a trailer. Um, <laughs> like going, going into it, I think one of the big strengths is you don't know what type of film it's going to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to dive right in. Um, it's this, this is a spoiler-rich yeah. podcast, so people don't uh, know. <laughs> as the as the opening uh, begins, where you see the little girl uh, on the beach. Or, well, first of all, she's at the carnival, yes. you know, uh, with her with her parents, and then wanders to the beach. Mm-hmm. It could be, um, it could be a, a ghost movie. It could be you see there's things in the sky. Well, mm-hmm. it could be aliens. Yeah. I mean, you don't know where the horror is going to come from, and quite often. In a in a movie, you know you're going to see a haunted house movie. I'm going to go see a zombie movie. I'm going to go see you know it's a guy who kidnaps someone and uh, holds him hostage. Yeah, uh, you know the horror that you're going to get. But mm-hmm. with Jordan Peele in both of these films, uh, Get Out and this one, you don't know what angle he's going to play, and he could play any angle, and that just makes things much much creepier. Mm. You know because everything's on the table until you get into the tight focus, and maybe that is kind of the problem with with both films, though the the less so with get out is when you then have to get into the explanation of how it all works mm, mm. uh well now you're showing us the magic trick uh but it's such a weird magic trick that like does that even make sense That's i'm not sure problem. i'm not sure and if you took more time to explain how it made sense yeah it would be way too long sure so yeah i can get out it has kind of a science fiction concept with the brain transplant right but i'm willing to, Which again doesn't make a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, but in science fiction, you are allowed, you know, one or two gimmies. Yes. You're allowed faster than sp- light, you know, faster than light travel or something, like, something like that. That women uh, will want to sleep with Captain Kirk. That's right. You get that weird. You're, you're allowed to have those sort of gimmies that allow you to tell your story and make your make your points in your story. So I feel like Get Out needed to have that gimme that mm. this is possible. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. But whereas I feel like in us, when we get to an explanation, it is so preposterous that after a while you're just like, well, this doesn't make any sense at all. Like, where, mm-hmm. where do they get all the red jumpsuits from? Where, why, is there like some sort of scissor factory that went out of business? Yeah. Do they, you know, like, or even 
you know, like, what do they drink? Rabbit blood? Like, it's just so many mm. things. You're just never, it's a never ending, you know, pro- the hole you start going down. Like, it, if it was, if it was like one or two families were duplicated, that would, you know, you could be like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. I don't understand why they do yeah. that. But, but everyone, everyone in, in I assume it's just America because we're, just told, just, we're America. just told tunnels that are across America. So. It, it is just America. There's yeah. a couple of actually that's kind of a funny thing in it, and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Mm. There's a point where the family, when trying to get away, yeah, uh, there's a suggestion of let's go to Mexico, yeah, and uh, and then you realize later on that would have worked because mm-hmm. none of this is happening in Mexico because this is just an American thing. Yeah, uh, off the top when they ask like who these monsters are, we're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're you, we're Americans. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's... All right. So, uh, we It would have been kind of more timely if they'd said Canada, because it always feels like that's the go-to place that people suddenly jump to as an escape route. Right, they would have had to drive too far. They're a beach community, so yeah, clearly they're close southern, to, yeah. southern enough that... Uh, well, they're in Santa Cruz is where they are. Yeah. Um, so, it starts off with the little girl wandering off, which is always creepy, dropping her uh, candy apple in the sand, which is like, oh, no! Well, she didn't like it that much. Yeah, well, who does? Frankly, yeah. Candy, candy apples. apples are just, uh, you're right, that's a the, poor choice. They're, they're oversold. Yeah. What's better than a candy apple is a toffee apple, but you need a very good apple. Oh, man. As well. You know what I'm betting is like this really was something that uh, the dad um, uh, bought and went, you'll like mm-hmm. it because I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So he, he doesn't remember that he didn't like it as a kid. <laughs> that's right. Everyone forgets that. That's the uh, curse of the of the of the apple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she goes to the fun house. Which what was it originally? Was it uh, was it Merlin's fun house when it started? Or no, it was, had a, a had a Native American. For, yeah, that was what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like how they changed that later because that wouldn't uh, wouldn't work, fly. But it was, yeah, but it was yeah. exactly the same uh, setup. Yeah, yeah. So she goes in there and sees uh, a double of herself, mm-hmm. which you know. That's a creepy. That's a creepy thing. It is creepy. And uh, then her parents find her, and uh, she doesn't talk. And uh, we cut into the future. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice, uh, creepy uh, opening scene. Sure. Yeah. It is. It is good. It is a good setup, and you're kind of yeah. And you need in your horror movie, you need right off the top a scene that shows you know what you're doing as a director. <laughs> you know, you're gonna you're gonna make the audience go ah 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 ah. Yeah. Now, okay. Yeah. Now that we've done that, then you then you clear the table. And uh, we're gonna set things up as regular, and uh, and then we're we're gonna go on. Yeah, and also you need a. It's also handy in horror to have a character who is in some way compromised, that they have this sort of weak point. So in her case, she was she met she had some sort of horrific encounter that's shaped her life, right, and makes her very nervous and blah blah blah. And so it's her as a, an adult now, uh, Adelaide. Uh, and uh, her uh, her husband uh, Gabe, and they got the the kids with them, and uh, you know they're off on a on a trip, a family vacation, the yes. kind that you have taken with your family. Have you ever run into this kind of situation before when you've gone on a family a, vacation? It's a problem with family vacations for yeah. sure. It's finding yeah. duplicates duplicates of your, of your of your own family. Yeah, yeah, having to deal with them. So uh, so many places, France. I deal with it there. <laughs> we get uh, we we go to the beach um, where there's like uh, Elizabeth Moss. Is there? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's nice. We didn't say uh, the 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 leads here. Uh, uh, Lupi, Lupita uh, Nuango, yeah, and uh, Winston Duke, uh, and yeah, we get to their friends uh, Elizabeth Moss and uh, Tim uh, Heidecker from uh, the Tim and Eric show, and many uh, many. Okay, other things. I don't know him. Tom goes to the mayor. Okay. I believe is another one. Yeah, he's a comedian mm. that's uh, quite well known for uh, like Adult Swim type things, and of okay. course Elizabeth Moss is well known for uh, Madman and and. Um, 
the Handmaid's Tale. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I've not seen either of those shows. So yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, because people were going, oh, it's Elizabeth Moss, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, they're all they're they're. She's a very good uh, television actor, so it's nice yeah. seeing her do this. Mm-hmm. And seeing <laughs> him is job. like, what the hell is he doing here? Oh well. It, Good. Playing an obnoxious jerk. Yeah, as you know, this is done by a comedian. So, yeah. and by the way, I'm always for, if you want to have a creepy character, uh, get a comedian. Mm. Because you're used to laughing at the comedian, but then if the comedian starts laughing at you and just turns on you, uh, it's it's scary as hell. Yeah. You know, because it's 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 very, very off-putting. Well, well done. <laughs> uh, getting in there. So, um, basically what happens in this movie is uh, they, uh, they go to the uh, cottage, the... The mom does not w- really want to be here. She remembers something from her past. It's a family cottage. That's a family cottage. Uh, dad is a little too keen on everything. Mm-hmm. Packed full of dad jokes. <laughs> um, gets a boat. Yes. You know, it seems like a, he's, he's a very believable dad. Yeah. You know, and very charming and just a nice, lovable big guy who's trying his best to make sure his family has a very good vacation and uh and mom doesn't seem to be into it yeah but he's yeah. but he's trying to you he know he gets a boat yeah he gets a, it doesn't he gets, work very well no but you know you wouldn't like uh, you'd have to spend a lot of money on a boat that works yeah so you don't want that a boat and is, a boat is probably the most useless purchase you can ever make in your life now does he buy the boat straight yes. up oh boy yeah <laughs> excuse me yeah, well, he's but he's doing it for the family, so you know you still you still still love him, <laughs> um, and yeah, she's uh, she's not into it, doesn't want it, doesn't want to to to, to be there. She's not comfortable there. No. Nope, just not comfortable there. And uh, eventually, they decide, you know, she's like, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna go, and he, uh, I here's the thing, you know, he says they're gonna go. Like, do they decide to go like that night, or are they gonna go the next morning? Is the, yeah, the next morning. The yeah. next morning. Don't forget that we, they also have two kids. I don't think we mentioned their kids. Oh, yeah. Well, their kids are in... The, yeah, the, there's a one kid who likes wearing this gorilla mask. Yes. A little bit introverted. is trying to do a magic trick. And uh, that doesn't keep, keep working. And they've got their daughter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, when they make the decision to, uh, you know, not... Uh, to to leave the next day, whether or not they would or not, like I don't, I think he's still gonna try and talk her into it. <laughs> yeah, you know, or maybe have a conversation at the table. Sure. Uh, you know, and maybe try and guilt her with the kids. Um, they uh, the so lights that, go. That's off. what I would do. Life go lights go off mm-hmm. and a horror movie begins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're in a cabin anywhere and the lights go off, uh, you know, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, you know, and there's sounds outside, also creepy. We have our first. Well, before that happens, we have our kind of first intimation that something might not be right when the sun goes wandering down the beach and sees someone standing with their arms outstretched. Yes, that's true. Um, and that, we and we we there as well see that the house of mirrors still exists. Yes, that's right. And so we don't really see what it's about, but we feel that it's sort of off-putting, and so that kind of starts that starts to ratchet up the creepy factor. And still, we don't know what kind of horror movie this is. No. Is no. that guy a ghost? <laughs> is is he a zombie? Is yeah. he an alien? Was he in the mirror uh, world and came out? Is there a mirror world? What's what's going on? It could be it could be so many things. Yeah, uh, but they do. De- it's it's a nice uh, manipulation, which is what you want in this kind of movie of like. Uh, you know, we you almost forget that it's a horror movie because you're spending all this time with the family, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, you're, and uh, you're you're enjoying it. It's all great, and then yeah. boom! Now we're into a horror movie. Yeah, the movie does a good job of setting up lots of things that will come in later, like back into the movie as well. And he also and they also set up a good job uh, uh, that you really like the family. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you want this. And, and the problem is like, it's a horror movie. Well, someone's not going to get out of this. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, uh, uh. this is a problem with a horror movie quite often is like, you want the horror, but you like the characters. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yep, yeah, the, there's, uh, there's four uh, people at the end of their driveway. And uh, and Dad goes out to macho his way uh, through this <laughs> with a bat. Which and it's great seeing him put on the uh, the really gangster voice, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be the tough guy. You know, it's it's very it's great because it plays as comedy, but it also plays as you know building up the tension. Yeah. Uh, but you still like him because you're like, yeah, he's just protecting his family now. He's trying his best. Uh, and, and then he, he finally makes the mis, not mistake. I mean, he probably would have anyway of challenging them to, uh, you know, you want to, you want to make this happen? Let's go. And then they let's go <laughs> and they scatter. And it's, it's a genuinely chilling image of, so it's like, geez, okay, now, now it's happening. And the, you know, they, uh, their duplicates start coming, coming at them. Yeah. And yeah. you see how the house is made of glass and it's like, this ain't good. No. This ain't no. good at all. That's a, it's, it's a real, um, you know, for all that there's, you know, a big door that's sealed, it doesn't matter when the rest of the house is glass. Yeah. But basically, the movie kind of slows down a bit because they get, basically get captured. Mm-hmm. They're stuck in the living room with these. This this beings. was the biggest problem that my sister in law had when she was watching. It. Okay, um, the uh, the the one duplicate that can talk. Yeah. Um, what what did she call herself? Red Red. Yeah, that's right. Who's got the uh, yeah. voice? Which is which is great. The second she starts talking, it's like that's a great voice. Mm. Fantastic. It differentiates her from her duplicate. Yeah. Everyone else is silent, but it's like such a painful voice to you know. It sounds like it hurts. Yeah. Just to talk, and she hasn't talked for a long time. Oh, it's great. But the problem my sister in law had was she um she attaches her to the table. Yeah. And then. It's uh, she can't really move with the table, and it's like, how heavy is that table? Yeah, it was the heaviest table you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's What's the, the logics of the table. Also, just stopping the movie to talk for a while, I just felt like, like, why why are we monologuing? Like, we're not even we're not even into, we're just starting the second act of this movie. Basically. Well, what would you have done? I don't know. Just, just keep, chase them around. Yeah, keep it going. Like we don't. I just feel like movies like this, they don't. You don't need to. You don't need information. What are you? What are we going to do with it? You know, what are we? They don't really do. They don't really say that much or say do anything. Mm-hmm. They just kind of trap them, which is okay. But I just feel like trap them and then let's just get on with it. I didn't. Us, ex- yeah, I didn't stop. expect it. First of all, I didn't, I didn't expect that voice coming out of her. I didn't expect the other ones to be silent. Yeah. Uh, I just expected them to be kind of monsters, really. Mm. Uh, and and having her have a story was just like, what the hell is going on? It, it worked for me because it was like such a creepy thing to just like, well, I've got you. I got all the time in the world. Mm. I don't have to rush. We can kill you anytime we want. And we're going to. But we're going to have a conversation right now because that's what I want to do. Mm. Here we go. And it's like, ooh, that is, uh, that is creepy. It's, it's more creepy than like a villain monologue. Yeah. But in light of what, that, what the truth is to the whole thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like the conversation was very useful. Okay. Well, in light of what the truth is to the whole thing, when she's, when she's giving her story to, to her, I think, I think this is the whole thing. She, she needs to – well, this is the thing. Yeah. Here's the spoiler. The that red is uh, is actually the girl that we were following off the top. She's mm-hmm. the one from our world, yeah. and swap places with the other one. So the mum is actually um, you know from the from this under underworld. Yeah. 
So uh, when you when you hear the truth, she's telling her everything she went through because of her. Yeah, she's telling her everything that she put her through, mm-hmm. and she's been and all that's been keeping her together is planning this revenge this whole time. So she needs to draw this out. She yeah. can't just murder this person and their family. She's got to go. You put me through hell. And here's all the aspects of hell you put me through, not just because you swap places with me, but your actions we had to duplicate. I had to have children because you had children. And my children turned out wrong. And my births were much more painful. And I didn't love my husband. And we still had to have sex. Yeah. You did all this to me. And you need to know everything that you did to me. And so it does make sense to me as far as that goes. Yeah. We got to have, this is all of her motivation. You, you know, like later on, mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. you know, so she, she has to do that. Yeah. I guess didn't really work for me but okay so go on with the story okay uh so then it's uh you know it's them fighting their their duplicates basically yeah uh you know uh the the dad uh, you know i enjoyed i enjoyed this entire part of the film i thought this was very well done yeah everyone I thought the boat fight was excellent the boat fight was excellent the little the, girl the, the girl running the two daughters uh their 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 running battle was was great, and what do you and that's just great because you also have the kid like the little young boy, and you're like, well, we don't want to see the two boys fight, and you also don't really want to see another like even an evil boy, yeah. you know, get like really badly hurt. No, so what exactly. are you gonna do? And so they have a great tense scene in the closet, yeah, yeah, and it's just really really creepy, mm-hmm. you know, and eventually mm-hmm. takes off his mask, and so the kid who is permanently in a mask, yeah, uh, takes off his mask. And you see how uh, burned he is, and yeah. how much he loves yeah. fire, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's just great. <laughs> yes, it's yes, they're very creepy, and it's and the, I also really enjoyed the, their weapon as scissors. I thought that was very really basic, yeah, really dangerous, yeah. We're told, they, you know they, how d- dangerous scissors are. We've yeah. all been told, and that. they're constantly running with them, mm-hmm. which is something that would just destroy any mother. <laughs> like, oh no, everyone's running with scissors. Yeah. What a horror movie this is! But there was a little tribute it felt like to uh, it, you know many different movies, but like the you know to uh, to like you know like a Jaws type thing where they're on the boat, they fall in the water, yeah, and you know the monsters in the water. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. You know, it's it wasn't uh, it wasn't a retro movie, but it did have a retro feel to it. Maybe because you're in a cabin and cabins always feel like they're locked in the past. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that whole sequence is very well done. Um, so what happens then? Then they go to, we cut to the neighbors, their friend's place, mm-hmm. the Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker. And their daughters who were mean to uh, the girl earlier. Who, so anything can happen to them now. That's I would allowed. say they're meanish. They're just kind of more like, more kind of like. Bored. Mean yeah, girls. it is bored. It's kind of. You know, you can't do what we're doing, so we're not really that interested in you. I was, I'm exact. I was exactly the same way as a kid. Like if I didn't know who you were, I had no interest in you. You know, I was not a like not an outgoing person. Yep. So I, I can understand. They're like twins as well. So twins are their own sort of. But they need to get murdered. So we need to have. <laughs> so we need to have a scene where we can be uh, disliking them and be okay with mm-hmm. them being murdered. I guess and so. And we get that. And I then guess. those kids get murdered quick. Yeah, and they're also kind of the stand-ins for what. The dad wants, you know, he wants a boat like Tim Heidecker's character, mm-hmm. which he can't have. You know, he doesn't. True. He wants, you know, they kind of, they're, you know, when they get finally get to their house, they're envious of the house that they have. Yeah, that, it's really cottage, beautiful, glamorous. Yeah, and so these people are sort of what they are striving to be. Right. And the then, uh, I liked when um, 
uh, Elizabeth Moss's character uh, heard noises and tried to get him to go and mm. look. Whereas, of course, you know, the characters uh, we, we love that Ed would yeah. immediately go out and yeah. do that. He's just, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, no, I don't feel like doing this. No. <laughs> and there's a little bit of you that goes, good, you might survive. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is actually good. The guy who's not eager to go and check the basement <laughs> might survive the horror movie. The lazy guy yeah. has a shot here. Yeah. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, but nope. Uh, the 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 villain the villainous duplicates break in and yeah. uh, and and kill them. Uh, what I what I liked uh, too was um, when Elizabeth Moss is crawling, uh, trying to get help from mm. the uh, evil Tim. Yes, and uh, he reaches his hand out and then does the psych with the yeah, pulling yeah. his uh, yeah. go to his hair. Ah, oh, that's nice. He's also, a jerk. I also He's like a jerk. They- they say call the police, and, they, and the uh, Alexa starts playing fuck, fuck the police, uh, which is also a good moment in the film as well. Right. And yeah. if it was a different movie, it would have just played the police, like some of the police's <laughs> greatest hits. Yes, message in a bottle. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they, uh, the family ends up at the house. Uh, we, we don't know. They don't know that mm. it's been taken over. Then they quickly figure out what's going on. And yeah. get more uh, fighty fight, battle, battle, battle. Once again, really well done. Super, super tense sequence there. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I like, And that also, it's there's a kind of fun part of the film where they're kind of, their weapons are sort of the, sort of your status symbol sort of weapon. So a golf club, I think, is one. Uh, isn't there like a, uh, a trophy they use at one point? Yeah, uh, that's right. And I can't remember all of them. I also like that the 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 sort of uh, duplicate mum character, Elizabeth Moss's character, is looking at herself in the mirror and thinking how beautiful she is. Then suddenly becomes unsatisfied with herself and starts doing her own plastic surgery on her face with yeah. a knife or with the scissors. And I thought that's very very good. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was because you know she she hated the person who made her do all the things down below. I don't think so because. The reason was that Lupita Nyong'o's character would re- resent that is because she, that is not, you know, she is not one of that place. Like, mm-hmm. but these other people—that's all they, they know. They don't know any other kind of life. So there's—it's hard to imagine them being resentful of what has just been their existence without. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no. Well, the idea no seems to be that down below they would have to duplicate what we do up above, but in a much harsh like here's here's okay here's a problem i actually have with the movie is um they they set up that no sense uh down below the things that that we do here are duplicated but in a bizarro fashion yeah so you know if if you know they're playing with toys here they're jagged and sharp and cut you there they're the the is that what they did yeah that was the thing she said like when she opened her toys her toys were like razor sharp and and would cut her so Mm. you know the the husband is not someone that she loves and basically you know sexually assaults her you know everything that that uh that they we do here there's a there's a twist on it almost a hellish nightmarish twist yet when we have the big reveal later and you see what the world is like below, it's not like that. No. They're just doing duplication in a confined space, yeah, yeah. which is in itself kind of hellish, but there's no manipulation of things, you yeah. know, that's to be like, oh, no, we're going to make sure that you're having a horrible time down here. There's no grand figure that's making sure yeah, it's yeah. duplicated, but a twi- your pain will uh be, you're having pleasure you'll have pain you, they 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 don't really like set that up well the way the way that the movie kind of 
to me, the way the movies made it described or made it feel was that this was some sort of experiment that was shut down, yeah, and yet still was going, right? But with this sort of undirected, but it still made no sense because there's nothing. This is impossible. Like, so someone's driving a car. Is someone like right driving, going as fast as in a car, but only just walking around in hallways, right? Uh, or if someone's going into outer space. Is that person? What I just don't understand. And, like, and what, what happens they're duplicating. if you leave America to go on vacation? Yeah, yeah. Do you just fall down? <laughs> just go to sleep. And uh, do you stand against a wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a period of time yeah. and uh, not, you know, what happens? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Again, it, it leaves a lot to the imagination, which is, I guess, fine. So it doesn't the, really leave a lot to the imagination. I think it it does the wrong thing, which is it gives you too much information. But doesn't satisfy your questions of what uh, how it works, and that that's worse somehow. You All know? right. Like, like I think it's okay for, like for instance, a lot of people complain about the ending of The Sopranos because mm-hmm. it just goes black, right, and doesn't give us any sort of resolution, right. But I actually, really like that okay. because I feel like there's no resolution that could satisfy any audience at, after seven years of that show. So if you just end it and just kind of leave it there, we can like imagine what's happening. Is it they carry on? There's some sort of shooting. We don't know, right? But it's kind but of. But they stops. do it as a tease. It's a teasy ending. It's but it's okay. I don't mind. It's that. leading up to something, and then like we're not going to tell you what it is. Whereas, whereas I think what you could do if you're but, saying there's no way to end it, then just have an episode no. and just end. It wouldn't. No one would be happy with it. Look at Game of Thrones. Everyone's mad because you just can't end something because no one's no one's happy with ending or lost. After you watch something for so long, and they try to like give you a well, those are very different. Uh, give you an answer for different for it. reasons. There's re- but there's you know what I mean, right? Both. Like the people just go, oh, I just don't. This, this is not what I wanted, you know. And whereas this movie, it it gives, gives you this really in depth explanation of what's going on, but it doesn't really answer any questions you have. It just kind of gives you this really in depth um, scenario, and then you're just kind of left hanging there, like you're like, well, how did it work? Mm. Like. Who, where who's providing all the rabbits? Like why was there not? Why didn't well, food run out? How, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of problem. Why with did who's the, providing the rabbits? The rabbits provide the rabbits. You know, if you have enough rabbits. Why did these characters? Why did these characters? You know, in the underworld, have the similar clothing to the characters above them? Like who's providing them with clothes? Like who's showing up and saying, yeah. "Okay, the girl's wearing a blue dress today. Here, put on this blue dress." Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I get the feeling, which that, is okay yeah. if you don't explain it. Yeah, I um. I get the feeling that the same people running this government uh, idea also ran the Cabin in the Woods initiative. <laughs> and that, uh, that did not But that made well. sense. Yeah. The, um, actually, we're all off the top, uh, we, we see uh, the young girl watching uh, Hands Across America as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, later, when the family has fought and defeated um, the, uh, the, the duplicates uh, in the house, they sit and they watch television. And we see that... Uh, the duplicates, which are called the tethered, yeah, um, are are joining hands, yeah, and uh, we don't know why, and that keeps going as like a, a you know a reoccurring thing throughout, yeah, sort of a motif, yes. yeah. And the family has to make the decision: should they stay or should they go? Should they stay in the in the big, comfy house? Where are they safe there? What's yeah. going on? And uh, it's 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 good because it's enough time that you get to decide to yourself. Like I don't know, should you leave? Should you stay? What you, I mean, your decision is uh, to you leave? should leave, yeah. To where? Well, if you're in a horror movie, look, from what you know of horror movies, yeah. uh, should you should you in a horror movie, like, leave the safe spot? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's usually when... Like, where's the safe spot? Crystal Lake? Let's just keep hanging around here. This is totally safe. 
Nothing bad can happen to us here. It feels like all the murdering has happened already in this house. It feels like if the tethered walk by, but but it doesn't because they are attacked in the house by by their by their duplicates. Right, because they're still alive. That's yeah. fair. But like, if they could, you know, though for the rest of the tethered that might be wandering about, yeah. If you if you walk by that ha- if they walk by that house, they go, well, there's some murdered, there's blood around, murder. Yeah, this one's already been murdered. It's already been done. <laughs> Move on. Go is- on. Okay. This is already a murder house. I don't feel like their characters but are... But you're right. They're attacking it. Um, <laughs> so uh, they decide to get into um, their friend's car, and uh, they're attacked uh, by the... It Was it the girl? The daughter, yeah. The daughter, that's right. Uh, do, and I liked the death of the, uh, the daughter, um, where she, you know, in flying off uh, the roof of the car and... Mm. Uh, ends and, up in a tree. Ends up in a tree, and then the mum... Uh, goes goes off after her and and they get a little sympathy there like she's watching a girl that looks like her daughter yeah die yeah and so there's some there's definitely something mm-hmm. there and uh yeah it's an it's a nice little uh moment so it separates from the tethered i guess mm-hmm. uh so uh then they end up at the santa cruz boardwalk uh where the road's blocked by their own car and it's uh it's on fire yeah and uh and the the little boy knows it's a it's a trap gets mm-hmm. it get yeah out of, get out of the car yeah get the hell out of the car um, yeah, that's a good that's good as well yeah i mean there's a lot of, uh, what i'm complaining about the film i'm not complaining about the entire movie because there's lots of it to enjoy and it was a very clever uh way of uh of killing the evil uh child mm. because uh in the closet uh the child would duplicate the yeah. actions of the uh you know the, the the kid and so he backs up and uh the kid backs up into the fire and it's dark it's mm-hmm. a dark dark idea yeah but uh but it works and the kid actually setting like the the evil kid uh setting the fire is also is quite good <laughs> yeah nice um and so uh after that uh red appears and uh, abducts jason and uh mom runs after him yeah so this is the finale of the movie the Mm -hmm. final showdown we get to we get to see the the that the uh, fun house merlin's house of fun or whatever it's called yeah is a doorway to this underworld Mm -hmm. so you can go into the back of it and it leads you into this long uh, very. It feels like you're just going down inside some sort of old, like a warehouse or whatever. Just and then a a, dis, a disused escalator. Yeah, which is so irritating. Escalators that aren't working. <laughs> no, the escalator worked. Oh, is it working? It's a functioning escalator. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I thought it yeah. wasn't working. No, no, it was fu- it was functioning. That's why it was like weird. That is that's. That seems dumb then. Why is that dumb? I don't know. There's, there's no one there. And why are things working? Well, the lights are on. Why? It's a government thing. It's why? got generators. <laughs> why so? would they turn it off? In an eternal escalator. Okay, listen. If you know that Didn't there's... Didn't wonder why they had to go and what was going on when they went and fixed that escalator every once in a while? Oh. In, this isn't asking questions. I don't think they have to fix the escalator. All they have to do is fix an escalator upstairs and, uh, and then <laughs> someone fixes the escalator downstairs. That's how that goes. I don't know what that... That would imply that... They have tools and stuff like that. And this is the big reveal where uh, Red explains, you know, the Tethered were uh, clones created by the U.S. government uh, to control the public. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, experiment. Fa- now, under what government would this be? You got to assume Nixon, right? That feels like a Nixon thing. <laughs> okay. How about Reagan? Does it feel more like a Reagan thing? No, because well, when was Hands Across America? Do you that think Reagan would be down with this? 1980. Yeah, maybe Reagan. 
Okay, we'll give it to you, Ray. It wasn't a Jimmy Carter thing. I don't think he would have like greenlit oh, this. Maybe, maybe it was. Uh, maybe he was trying to make us happier about the insane interest rates we were paying for mortgages at that time. Yeah, that could very well be. That's that sounds like him. <laughs> so anyway, the the whole the, he'd sell more peanuts. The reveal is yes that uh, you know it's a it's a plan to control the public, which makes as much sense as uh, I was watching uh, a little bit of Clone High the other day, and uh, then listened to a podcast reunion of them, and they were talking about how. Uh, no one really understood the 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 idea of Clone High, which yeah. was, you know, this evil scientist created clones to, uh, you know, to take over the world and by create, you know, duplicating um, famous uh, historical figures and putting them in high school. Yeah. And you know, even for the show itself, no one understood how that would work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I felt a very similar situation with this clone idea. Mm, mm. It was like, and this would take over the world because of how, like, all I could think is. If you if you created duplicates of almost everybody in the world, yeah, uh, not world, but America, America yeah, then uh, please don't take any pictures. Yeah, of I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, then if you're the government and you yeah. need to disappear somebody, you could disappear them real good and just swap them out with their clone from this underworld. That would that would work. Is that the idea of it? Suddenly, no, no, I'm you're replaced it. by some grunting person who can't speak. Sure. And then you go like, oh, uh, Fred's mentally ill. Something's something's gone wrong <laughs> okay, with Fred. Okay. Well, you don't know if they were trying to yeah, make yeah. the clones like mm. verbose, and it just turned out that they all became grr. You know, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. know where when this experiment mm. went went You're right. south. You're right. And uh, my, even, my dishes are done. That's you, uh, you that's, don't that's even know. Here. You don't even know what. You don't even know what. Yeah, you don't know what the thinking of was behind By it. By the way, if why you, they did it? If, but it was very it. similar to the Clone High thing. If you know, if you watch this movie and you get the idea of like how the government was going to benefit yeah. from this, you know, though it could have been. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a spoiler for a movie called Cube. It's a Canadian movie. Okay. And uh, there's these people who end up trapped in this cube where they have to go from one room to another that are exactly the same in this cube, and they're trying to figure out how they get in the cube, why was the cube built. Yeah. And what you start to find out, there's a person there who helped build the cube and another person was also involved in some way. And no one knows because it's a government project. Okay. And, and and it got built because the government didn't know what it was doing because each department was different. And so this horrible thing got built yeah. because things just get built when you're the government. Satire. Yeah. So that could have been this kind of situation was like, well, okay. I don't know. We got to make something and we've started it. So we're going to do it. So here it is. Why? Mm. I don't know. You know, and, uh, and that's how this horrible evil thing uh, occurred. So uh, you get to Red and Adelaide fighting. Which yes. you know, all right. You fight your uh, duplicate. By the way, the uh, the the actor who played uh, both characters really really good job in this. The Peter Nuango. Yeah, really 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 good. Yeah, she did a very good job. Uh, finally, Adelaide um, uh, overpowers her, uh, stabs and chokes uh, her. So bad. Why was it so bad? Oh, it is because up to a, up to a point, Adelaide could Adelaide and Red could Red could anticipate Adelaide's. What Adelaide was going to do. That's why she was able to so easily yeah, avoid all the Yeah, because she's been here for so long. She knows every. She mm-hmm. knows exactly how she uh, moves. Yeah. Then she basically just stupidly lunges at her and throws herself, impales herself on the scissors. Like uh, Adelaide doesn't do anything. Red just throws herself onto the scissors. Right. Like you just say, like, well, okay, that was, that was dumb. Like why? What to is, the point where you're the thinking, victory here? was she trying to just kill herself? Did she? Has she had enough of this? And, you know, the whole point, I think, may, might be, I mean, there's a way of playing it where it's just like, she just wanted to let her know, this is what 
<laughs> okay. This is the whole thing. Okay. You know, here. She here. couldn't write a letter? Yeah, yeah that would have been good. <laughs> you know, her whole thing was she'd been in hell. Okay. You know, going through all this stuff. Yeah. And like, uh, she, she, she now put her through hell. Mm-hmm. And now there's really not much more she could do. She could kill her. Yeah. But it's almost better. No, now you know. And that's, and that's. That would have been better hmm. if she killed her. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have the big reveal, the big twist. Yeah, that would be better. Okay. All right. That would be more satisfactory to me. So, uh, yeah, um, they, uh, yeah, she, she began, Adelaide begins to imitate the clicking and laughing Red was doing. Uh, and then she hears her son, uh, who's hidden in a locker, gets yeah. him and, uh, gets the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, the son all, knows. They're all in the, in the ambulance, and that's when we get the reveal where she find you know, she, she remembers that she was actually the girl from down below. It's weird to suddenly remember that, but okay. Right. Is that right? Like that kind of trauma, that kind of thing? I mean, she, she, she swapped, She's the one but, who did it. It's not, not trauma for her. Yeah, of course it is. How do you mean? Um, I mean, she's already living a life of just trauma down below. Okay. Like horror and trauma. Well, you say that, but when you see them just wandering around, it doesn't see, I mean, it's weird, but it's not but traumatic. But how, how she describes it, uh, or how, how Red, how Red describes it, but Red's a different, Red's entirely different, because Red was in the upper world. And like this little girl, she knew no difference. Like there was no mm-hmm. comparison. They didn't have televisions to go, look what they have upstairs. This is, they, why are we down here? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, you know, so their life was just what it was. Okay. Well, then you could also have an argument. Be like walking up to, to Inuit in the past and going, man, you guys sure have it rough. Hmm. Oh, you got to build houses out of snow? That's terrible. They'd be like, well, this is how it is. Like, they don't have, they have, they have no like frame of reference. They go, yeah, stupid, we don't have palm trees and, and, and sand. Well, then I'm going to throw this out there then too and say, maybe the thing is that she didn't have independent thought. You know, all these clones have to duplicate mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And at, when she saw herself, which no one else has really done yeah. before. They yeah. haven't seen themselves. That was the moment where she had her first independent thought, which was, no, me, me swap, yeah. grab. Yeah. And and so it, that was her first thought. Yeah. Uh, and then she was kind of confused and in a daze, and her parents, you know, thought that she was, like, damaged in some way. And then apparently, like, you know, they used art to try and bring her out and dance and... And then, you know, her duplicate, you know, uh, you know, the real one was in the, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, du- duplicating there. And then that's the, that's the point where she like kind of got the, understood something or like woke up a little bit. Like she woke up when she was dancing, I think, and she started to talk and she started to become a person. She didn't talk before then, I yeah. think. Uh, it was interesting saying like the arts can really bring, <laughs> bring well, it's, out something. It's the last time she dances though. And she's still, and the reason that's the last time she dances is because she's, is that uh, she's not the dancer. Right. Real Adelaide is the dancer. That's true. Like there's a scene in the beginning of the film where she's, they're listening to music and she's snapping her fingers mm-hmm. to the boy, but she's snapping wrong. She's mm-hmm. snapping on the offbeat, not with the beat. And so that's significant. Like she's not quite right. Like her, her you know, so that's, you don't really think about it at the time when you're watching, yeah. but, but she's snapping wrong to the music. So she should have... She should be snapping with the rhythm of the song, and she's not. So she's, you know, so it, take that and think about her, her as a dancer. Well, if she has no sense of rhythm, she can't be a dancer. You know, what she's doing is she's, the Adelaide in the underworld is doing the dancing. She's doing the beautiful dancing. Mm-hmm. Red and, or uh, the, the 
the duplicate Adelaide in the upper world is still tethered. She's duplicating what Adelaide is doing below. Somehow that causes a break between them, and she can never dance again. Hmm. She does become uh, does start speaking, but she loses her ability to because she's no longer connected to to Adelaide. Right, and and we and we end uh, the film in the ambulance with her son yeah. looking over at her and mm-hmm. kind of uh, knowing now from and, being and there. shrugging. Well, I don't know if it's shrugging. It's kind of, I think yeah. he's I think he's overwhelmed. But first of all, it's an overwhelming day. Um, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. He sees that his mom was this, you know, isn't really who he thought she was, but yeah. she's still his mom. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. this is the only mom he's ever known. Yeah. Uh, he still loves his mom. Um, he is a son of a clone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he look gives her a look and, you know... Uh, and that's the and that's the end of it. Oh, and it's not the end of it. We then have a final scene where you see the tethered, yeah, uh, more uh, doing the hands across America thing yeah. in the red jumpsuits. In the red jumpsuits, and you think to yourself, where did they get all the red jumpsuits? Is there a sale somewhere? They found a warehouse full they of are red jumpsuits. Effect, it's a very effective look, though. The red sure jumpsuits and the scissors. The scissors is, is a great. great. Is a great look. Yeah. This is the this is the problem. That's what I mean. That's why it sh- if if it was smaller instead of bigger. Yeah. You know, then you'd be like, "Oh, those red jumpsuits are really cool." Not where did they get all the red jumpsuits? Do you, yeah. Do you want? <laughs> do you want more explanation or do you want less explanation? I want less explanation. I don't care about those okay. things, but I don't want to be thinking about it in my mind while I'm watching it too. Like the movie is setting up the questions. You know, I gotta say there was one thing like uh, the opening title sequence has all these rabbits in cages, and I was really feeling for the rabbits in cages. So I was very glad later on when it looked like the rabbits were uh, it's a bad, out and about. bad year for rabbits in movies. Oh, what was another uh, rabbit movie? Uh, the Favorite had the, the oh, rabbits. Oh, yes, you're not wrong. The rabbits were the stand-in for the, for the commoners in that movie. Ah, yes, very good. Um, so how <laughs> would you... All right, so, so to... to um, First of all, I did think it was like an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Um, uh, I'm definitely gonna see whatever Jordan Peele does next. I think he's he's got uh he's got a hold on um what makes these kind of movies work. He's definitely a horror fan, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a very it's a, it's a and right now it's the genre to be to be working in. Like if you don't have a lot of money. Though that has horror. always been the case, horror, horror and like, uh, comedy, but especially horror. If you could, even in the old VHS days, yeah. if you could have like a gruesome scene uh, on on your box and uh, and you know just kill a bunch of uh, teenagers, you could uh, you could you could turn a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do an Evil Dead and yeah. uh, you know uh, make a make a good sure, profit. But he's and, doing more than more than that. Though. Yeah, he's he, not just working in a slasher genre or whatever he's he's using horror as a vehicle to tell interesting stories yeah that feel relevant uh yeah now and yeah. also uh doing doing films uh with people of color that uh you know other people aren't doing and so yeah, that great. people people want to see films with folks in them that look like themselves and mm-hmm. uh, he is delivering on that as well well obviously when you look at how well these movies doing people who don't look like those people are also watching those movies mm-hmm. so i think he's made he's made movies that are speaking to lots of people though you know here's the thing you know uh you and i probably have never seen a tyler perry movie but good old medea but good old medea is uh, makes an insane amount of money oh, yeah 
Yeah. So when you so do the barbershop and Friday and you know. those more those definitely are more a mainstream movie than a Medea film. Okay. Uh, but a Medea film will always make an yeah. insane amount of money. Uh, so there's already that market. I thought he was done. There. I thought he was finished his last movie. Yeah, well. I think Medea died. I think they killed but off Medea in the last okay. one. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, but uh, but also Jordan Peele, you know, it's so much popularity from Key and Peele. Uh, it's and I always felt again. I've said like cast cast a comedian in your horror movie, mm-hmm. but I always feel like uh, like uh, a person with a good sense of comedy will often have a good sense of horror. Yeah, it's about timing. Yeah, it's about timing, and it's also like it's about a twist. It's about you know you set things up, you build tension in both cases, mm-hmm. and then how are you going to relieve it? Are you going to relieve it in a light, fun way, or are you going to relieve it in a dark way? Um, you know. Th- that's that's how you do. And I look at someone like an Edgar Wright uh, as well, who I think is kind of a master of that kind of thing and a Shaun of the Dead and is able to do like a really creepy scene because he knows, you know, that could also turn into a comedy scene. It all just depends, you know, a little small different turn. Mm. And uh, yeah. there you yeah. are. Yeah, I'm not easily scared by horror movies, so I have a hard time judging them as like scary. Yeah, whereas I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's funny, like I say, like my daughter Eve beside me was covered up almost entirely with uh you know whereas i was just kind of like hmm interesting and just sort of enjoying it but not like yeah i did look into this to see what type of movie it was before i went like whether is it <laughs> okay. is it uh you know uh, is it a ghost movie yeah. is it a thing movie okay is it and so i was like okay it's uh you know it's a it's a clone gr- movie it's <laughs> that's right it's a little clone movie no it was yeah it's a, a chasey chasey stabby stabby mm-hmm. but with you know family and it's like all right sounds good i'm in um how would you you would fix it by less information yeah um i would i would personally i think it would just be more entertaining if it was a smaller scale instead of this kind of large scale thing like it is you know let's face it, it doesn't make any sense we could you know you can cut it up six different ways but it's it just the whole underworld tethered thing whether it's a government program or whatever it doesn't make sense and how it works it doesn't make sense and how that it's there it doesn't make it's there's so many questions so i just feel like the more you get away from that the the better i can see that they were trying to go for the idea that you're living a, a happy life in this kind of paradise yeah but people are suffering basically on the other side of the world to deliver, you know, so which makes sense. It's but like, they're not, they're know, not giving us anything. No, no, like, I, I know, I, I get you. But, but that's the way. It's like it doesn't make sense logically. Yeah. But if you go with like how it feels, mm. it's like I love my iPhone. Well, I know that there's people that are working for the iPhone that yeah, are not yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Oh man, I like uh, like the food that I'm eating. Well, how are the farmers? You know, do, were they treated well when this food was shipped from you know a place I've never been to? Yeah. You know that. I, I think they could have hit that a little bit more. Yeah, you know, well, if just the like they gave suffer something, yeah, and then and then you can also have the thing of like, uh, uh, would you be willing to give up some of your comfort for to help these these people out? Like that's the one twist, you know, that seemed to be set up at the beginning that never was followed up on. Yeah. It's like everything that happens to you that's good, I feel pain for. Okay, well, what happens then when I feel pain? Do you feel pleasure? Do you benefit? You know, when, when I, it's like, if I stab my hand, mm. is this now good for you? You know, is, is the reverse true or is it just completely a one way thing where it's my, my, anything that I feel that's pleasure? Cause life here isn't like all pleasure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, is there some, is there something to do with that? You know, could there be a compromise? 
could huh. you know could you live up here I mean, what happens now that you are up here you know do you still have that kind of you know twist thing and uh, it's uh it's yes yeah, it's, it's it's odd i don't it felt like there was something that was definitely being set up that that wasn't paid yeah. up on i don't to be honest with you i have no memory of what red says in that in that monologue part of the movie she goes through her life and explains I just I everything that I paying attention. Uh, yeah everything <laughs> that the mom uh has been through she's been through as well mm. forced forced and dragged doesn't, along. that doesn't make any sense either yeah, I'm sure it does if we understood it. You know, just because we don't get it doesn't mean it makes <laughs> no. sense. Well, that's a that's a feeling of the movie. If I don't get it, it's not. It's not. No, on no, me. that's that's fine. But there's a difference between us not getting it and it not making sense. There is no, a, no, there no. Is a, it doesn't make sense. No, no, because I don't get it. That's no. That's, so it doesn't those make sense. Are two different things. How so? The movie uh, failed. If you to don't make sense. Get, if you don't get a joke, yeah. it doesn't mean there isn't a joke there to get. Okay, other that's, people can laugh. That's at different. It. And if there's a twi- if there's a if there's symbolism mm-hmm. that we're not picking up on, okay. which I'm getting probably is the case, um, then that doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't symbolism that's okay, there. That's fine. If it's sim- symbolism, that's okay. But to me, it's it's a bad it's a bad metaphor or an al- or allegory because it doesn't. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. So it doesn't right. work as an allegory. Like, it's like you that have song, to, bad metaphor. You have bad metaphor. You have to have you know a movie has to at some level make convey its meaning to internal you, to logic. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can have some things that don't make sense to you know to be chaotic that you know and then to a like, degree. Yeah, it makes it more nightmarish and yeah. You know, again, uh, you watch say um, Twin Peaks: The Return. Okay, does it make sense? Probably not if you like really break it down. But does it feel like it makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, it kind of feels like. But it there makes you go. Sense. That's different, isn't it? Like the things that are happening in that film or in that show, there is a there's like a mythical ex- explanation for for there's Bob, there's you know so we know who Bob is. We understand the workings of Bob. We know about the one armed man. So we know the various what these characters are. And so we we kind of understand like we understand what the the, the Red Lodge is. We understand like their part in this mythology. Like they have a that makes sense. The dots connect within this sort of made up mythology of the of the Twin Peaks okay. situation. So when you're seeing things happening, you can kind of understand. And, and as Return of Twin Peaks kind of opens up and kind of adds even more mythological elements to it with the theater and the person turning into a tea kettle mm-hmm. and things like that. You you know, of course they're weird, but they're they're explicable within the within the mythology of Twin Peaks. Right. I would say there's a lot of people that probably have the same complaint about that that you were having about this and that it doesn't make sense. Maybe, so it doesn't well, maybe work. they haven't seen the other haven't seen the Twin Peaks the series or haven't Well, Twin Peaks the series was very different than Twin Peaks the Return. It was like take Twin Peaks the Return was taken, you know, it really went really went nuts. Sure, but it just built, but it built on what had already been established. Right, I you mean, f- you feel that it did, yeah, you know, but yeah. not, and it did build on. That's sure. right. This was making it up from scratch. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes it is. Does this feel right? Yeah, uh, as opposed to does it make sense? So and, when you, I agree though that it was uh, too much explanation that didn't make sense. Yeah, like an episode is it episode seven of Twin Peaks: Return when we have like the the atom bomb mm-hmm. and we see like the weird bubble things, but we see Bob in those bubbles. Yeah. So it relates back to things we've already established in, right. in the show, right? It Where, makes sense in a dreamlike way. Mm-hmm. Whereas this film, you know, it tries to establish this idea of these labs or these underground tunnels. And it tells us that at the beginning of the movie as well. Yeah. It tells us, has to make clear to us that there's tunnels, there's all kinds of tunnels all over America. So we're like, okay, there's tunnels all over America. Got it. 
And in those tunnels are people. Okay. And they eat rabbits. All right. And they're, they have clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they imitate what you're doing up above. Yeah. All right. And how do they do this? Like, where, where does this work? And it's just a problem there. Like, right. it'd be better if you, yeah, if you just had less, less is more sometimes. Okay. Like, leave it, leave me hanging. All right. Well, let us know if you, if uh, that aspect made sense to you, the explanation made sense to you. Did the emotions, uh, the emotional journey of the family make sense to you? Did mm-hmm. it work like, did that feel like a family to you running from danger and yeah, working it was together? Yeah, that way for sure. Yeah. That, that, that worked for me. The heart, yeah. the heart of the film you know, uh, connected. Uh, I'm glad that none of the family got killed. Yes, they um, did. Adelaide got killed. That we, yeah, that we. You know, yeah, Adelaide got killed. <laughs> I guess you're right. No, he's right. I'm sorry. I completely got that wrong. Uh, and it was nice that they uh, set up a couple of jerks and they got killed. And they uh, they did a nice job with that as well. Um, so yeah, well, how did how did you feel about the uh, film, uh, listeners? Um, I thought it wasn't as good as, not that you have to compare the two, yeah. but it wasn't as good as Get Out. Get Out a was a much more yeah. solid yeah. Uh, experience. This uh, had uh, a lot of good twists and turns, and I, again, I enjoyed it, but it uh, didn't quite rank with that. Um, uh, what was your experience? And let us uh, let us know. Um, should I get a, give out our information and then go on to the next film, or should uh, we give out all the information at the end of, uh, of this episode? You can do it twice. All right, let's do it twice. If you want to, you can, so you, nice. can, you can stop listening now if you want to just uh, hear about this one. Uh, if you want to uh, contact us, uh, way to sell. SneakyDragon.com is our website where we have all our episodes. We have message boards there. And uh, you can uh, post underneath uh, this episode and tell us uh, your thoughts on, uh, on, on this uh, fine film that was known as Us. By the way, was it also US, as in the US? Huh? Maybe. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, we're also at uh, email wise sneakyd at sneakydragon.com that's sneakyd at sneakydragon.com we're at sneaky underscore dragon on twitter and sneakydragon.tumblr.com those are ways to uh, talk to us also we have another podcast called Sneaky Dragon you might uh, kind of get that from all those names you can listen to us on there as well and now we're coming back to talk to you about another movie And so the second film we're going to be talking about today is, I wouldn't, would you say this is a remake? Maybe a reboot? Relaunch? A relaunch is a good a, word. A redo. An unnecessary redo, yes. Oh, an unnecessary redo. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're getting into your feelings now. It is the 2019 uh, version of Hellboy. Before this, we have had uh, two other Hellboy movies yeah. by director whose name I always get wrong. Guillermo del Toro. That's right, which are very beautiful uh, films. With, very beautiful uh, films. Yeah. Ron I mean, Perlman. There you go. I, I knew it was Perlman, but I was worried I was going to say Burgundy. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Hell Anchorman. That's right. Uh, this is, of course, based on uh, Mike Mignola's uh, comic book, Hellboy, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really good book. You should uh, give it a, sh- uh, a shot if you uh, if if you like uh, that kind of thing. And uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things is playing the titular character. Yes, he I is. say that because I like to say the word titular. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he was the best actor for the role. 
I liked him. Like, I think he was the best part of the movie. Yes, well, I thought the character del- is the best part of the his film. His delivery so. uh, of uh, different lines was, uh, was 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 very good. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, Mila uh, jo- Jovovich and uh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, of course, because uh, you must have Ian McShane in everything now. That's yes. just the law. He's Yes, he uh, follows the law of Deadwood, which yes. is once you've played a character that was very popular in an HBO show, suddenly you must be on everything. Now, the previous Hellboy movies were uh, very, very beautiful. They were very stylish. Yes. Um, the, the creatures were fantastic. Yeah. Des- like, the creature designs were t- typical of Guillermo del Toro, just these beautiful creatures, the, 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 his constant use of Doug Jones to play the creature. Yeah. So, not only, they, not only are they beautifully designed, but they're practical as well, the creatures. They're, they're played by a very thin actor who can do these incredible... Uh, characterizations whether he's playing like the the death in the golden army yeah one or playing uh, abe sapien he does a really good job uh, in those in those roles and del toro i think we were talking about this a little while ago and i was talking about when uh, hellboy has to kill the elemental in the golden army yeah and you know it's a monster you know it's causing wreaking some havoc but it's not its fault no and you feel sorry for this creature that has to be killed and that's something that is this is something that takes some talent to do to make you feel sorry for something that has something that's destructive that but also has to, and but also is sort of beautiful yeah and it's sad that it has to die well that's the thing about uh tal toro is uh he loves monsters mm-hmm. and so you know you love the uh you love the monster as well as the monster slayer yeah yeah and yeah. that's uh that's a nice that's a nice beat to play um and I know Perlman, and uh, for the longest time, what really wanted it to be a trilogy. It was set up to be a trilogy, okay. the original. Yeah. And uh, that's the one thing I was thinking when I was watching this was like, this is a shame that it's not the trilogy of Hellboy. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe you move on to. I didn't to know this. it was supposed to be a trilogy. It makes sense, I guess, that all movies should be, all, all things should yeah, be. Yeah, it would have been nice now. if we could have wrapped up with that character a little mm-hmm. bit more before we got to this. Maybe that would sure. have had a cleaner feel or. Or what have you? It's tough to not compare the two. I think they both do a good job yeah. as Hellboy, you know, him, himself. Um, but okay, what did you generally feel about uh, about the film? Well, first, let me just say it's directed by Neil Marshall, sure, who's a director I, I like quite a bit. What is what has Neil Marshall done? What have I seen him do is more of the better the question because he's done quite a bit. Uh, I le- really enjoyed his film Dog Soldiers. Which is about soldiers who have to fight werewolves in Scotland, in the in the Highlands of Scotland. Mm-hmm. That's an enjoyable horror film. Uh, I also really enjoyed another film based in Scotland, The Centurion, with Michael Fassbender as a part of a Roman. Uh, I don't know what what you call them when whatever a cohort, whatever okay. the, whatever they are exactly, uh, who are sent into Scotland in order to tame the native population and end up. In, uh, over their heads with these kind of crazy Celtic warriors. That's a very good movie. And then uh, he also did The Descent, which is about these oh, sp- spelunkers. Who, I very much like The Descent. Yes, it's a very good film. Yeah, yeah. Real, uh, really fun. And so, so yeah, so going into this movie, I was like, well, Neil Marshall's involved. How bad could this be? This is going to be pretty good. I didn't think it would be, I didn't think it would have as big a budget as Del Toro was able to get for his versions of Hellboy. So I, I kind of felt like this movie wasn't going to be quite as grand or epic as his films were, mm-hmm. but I didn't quite as, as expected a movie quite as crabbed feeling, like kind of, kind of like confined. It's a very confined feeling. I mean, there's mm-hmm. big parts to it, but it all feels very smallish. And I think partly because 
it's all, it's almost all CGI. Like everything in that happens in the movie is computer generated, with, with the exception of Hellboy. But often he is also mm. CGI because there's scenes where he's being batted around by giants and things True. like that, and those are just CGI images of him being batted around. So that's kind of boring. This is something to me. that I'm I'm finding, you know, when I watch movies, is when the CGI thing fights the CGI thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care, and I think it might be because uh, of video games. In that we you know we've seen we've got so much cutscenes. Se- yeah, they're cutscenes. Yeah. So it's like, all right, let's get to the, the meat of the matter. <laughs> yeah, let's get to. I'm actually playing. Or yeah, let yeah. me do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Hellboy is a really fun character. Like I like his. He's a smart ass, and I like his. You know, he likes cats. Although they didn't really play that up as nope. much in this movie. No uh, pancakes, I think, either in this. Yeah. One. So you know, but he has these kind of quirks that are fun, and and they have you know they they do have like a fun element to his character but it felt like everyone around him was mean mm. you know and there's no niceness you know like he has to play off of of something and if right. everyone's just a jerk and he's a jerk then this is like a jerk fest so where where is the where's the fun in that you know there's no they introduce him in, at, in the sort of end of the movie but we don't have abe sapien in it so we don't have his kind of alien attempts to understand right. the world. We don't have the character played by, I can't remember the actress's name, I'm sorry. Yeah. But um, we don't have her, we don't have her character, so there's no there's no kind of romantic element to the film. And what I hoped, we are introduced to a, to a young girl that we learned that Hellboy had saved in the past, but she strangely knows him, and we never learn why. We know that he, he saved her, but he saved her as a baby. Mm-hmm. And but we're never like given any any kind of idea that he. Do you want to fix that? Well, no, I think yeah, there we go. I think that's as fixed as it's going to okay. get. Okay, yeah, I'll fix it for you later. All right, I can see the problem. Um, it's fine. I can hear you. Okay, sure. We never are given like a sense of like wh- that they they knew each other as she grew up or anything. Like we only learn the sort of backstory it's of the not baby that clear, thing. That's yeah, true. and so we're, she acts like they're like have some sort of past, and then <laughs> the past is she was a baby, which. I have plenty of past with people as a baby, but I don't. I can't wave it in their face. Yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun scene uh, where you get introduced to the baby story, which is yeah. also from the comic, mm. which is you know uh, Hellboy. Um, it's the parents who uh, say their child is uh, doesn't feel like their child. Yeah, even though it's an exact you know yeah it's their child yeah and then uh hellboy touches it with some iron and mm-hmm. uh you know and uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's good um and and yeah yes. that's that's when uh he, baby's he a changeling yeah. yeah yeah well let's get let's just go a little bit back in the in the the very first scene in the movie which this is always one of those things where you just go what, what are you doing um <laughs> where uh the you know we got our villain you know, jo- Jovich. Yes. The, um, who's the uh, Blood Queen. Blood Queen Nemu. Yes. Um, so uh, King Arthur, uh, you know, she unleashes a plague on England. King Arthur stops her with the aid of, you know, uh, Ganea, a member of her coven. Uh, he then, you know, uh, he then he makes a, a, a pact with her. He's like, you know, we're going to have a truce. We're going to have a truce. And we're going to have some peace. And just like, all right, we're going to do that. But then he betrays that thing and, just, mm. and chops her up. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Like, I get that she's unleashing a plague, but she's, it's, there's a war. Yeah. And now King Arthur has, you know, uh, surrendered yeah. and he, uh, betrays the surrender. So it feels like there should be some, some, she, she should get a little sympathy for that. It yeah. feels like, yeah. you know, she was, she was 
she was betrayed. There was going to be peace. There was mm-hmm. going to be like monsters and humans living together, and you know we're gonna yeah. you know like uh, that do sitcom. That. Like that sitcom, uh, you know, uh, monsters and people. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Three's company, by the way, that we mentioned. There's a <laughs> couple of monsters in there. Um, so you're setting up kind it's a of a long title, a simp- where I think like Del Toro would like yeah. show some sympathy yeah. for her, but they never show any sympathy for no, her no. at all. She's just a bwahaha, yeah, yeah. evil villain. You know, she's chopped it's up, super one dimensional. Yeah, they do they do some jokes about they're putting her together, and you know, it's there's some fun to be had with that, mm. but there's never a thing of like you know i trusted uh, yeah. humans once yeah never again yeah, yeah and then maybe a thing about like oh no you can trust humans because we're better or maybe like you can't trust humans but you could trust hellboy because he's not a human yeah you know maybe there's something that they mm-hmm. work together against yeah yeah i felt like that's where you'd go with it but no she's just evil so to hell with it yeah you know it's like eh, okay that's fine that just seems You've you've set something up that you're not going to pay off, yeah. And uh, it it just seems lazy. It to me. feels lazy, and then and the whole Arthur part of the film, it just felt so just cheap. Like Arthur didn't look Arthurian. Like no one looked like they were actually for, from the past. Mm-hmm. They looked like just guys who were hired the other day to put some put some stuff on. And then the scene felt like it was shot on a like on a two foot soundstage. Like it just. Everything just felt so like yeah. Squished. It definitely you saw that it was a room that was green. Yeah, and everyone's talking to a ping pong ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I think what what it comes down to. <laughs> so that's our, that's our setup. Yeah. Next thing we see, we're in Tijuana, uh, and Hellboy's there. He's uh, chasing down an agent. There's a guy in a mask who's wrestling. Yeah. So you know it's that's going to be the agent. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, the big twist is. Uh, he's a, he's a vampire, mm. so it's Hellboy and see Hellboy and a vampire fighting in a Tijuana wrestling ring. That should be good. Should but be the fun. M- more CGI you make it, yeah, the less interesting it is. Yeah. Where you want to get Robert Rodriguez in there, <laughs> and you want to like, yeah, like just makeup, yeah. just makeup, uh, and uh, and just let's see like a wrestling match. Yeah. That sounds fun. That sounds fun, and and here's a chance to have a colorful scene in the film. Yeah, it is, but it's just as gray as everything else. Like, I don't understand why movies think gray is a nice color. Like, it's not a nice color. No one likes gray. Like, here you have a, a scene. It's a wrestling match in Tijuana, and everything is bland looking. Like, this is your chance to like have some fun. Like, woo! Yes, we had like a gray. You know, dreary scene with with Nima, the Blood Queen, and 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 uh, King Arthur, King Arthur yeah. and that's okay. That's fine. It's it's a dramatic sequence, and it should be kind of downplayed. But then you should have a contrast. When you cut Tijuana, it should suddenly be fun, but it's not fun. Yeah, it's like, eh. yeah. It's so he ends up having to, so tonally he weird. He ends up having to kill his friend. Yeah. And- it's kind of sad, but we don't know his friend. We don't know their relationship. Yeah. We've never had no setup. This is yeah. the first time we were meeting Hellboy. So, you know, except in other movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Hellboy's bummed out about this. All right. But we're fine. not. We're not. Yeah. It's a vampire. He had to be killed, <laughs> seemed, I guess. Seemed, that, seemed like the, that's the natural thing shame. you should do. Yeah. It would be interesting. You know, you almost want to go like, oh, what are the other wrestlers? Are they other monsters? <laughs> You know? Did they get turned to vampires? Yeah. What's... Did he bite them when they were fighting? Yeah. Is there anyone else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, uh, Hellboy gets brought back, and uh, you know uh, we meet his dad, who's the uh, Ian McShane yes. guy, and uh, there you are, stand in for John Hurt. Yeah, and he's asked, no one can stand in for John he's, Hurt. He's so. told to assist uh, in, in a secret society's hunt for three giants. Uh, okay. Kate? Well, this sounds fun. Sure. Here's a big set piece. Yep. 
and it's 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 okay. They're all snobs. Yeah, uh, which is they're all mean. They're all mean and so. Well, here's the weird thing too: is like maybe that's for the best because you know you want to you want to have snobs because Hellboy's a real man of the people. Yeah. So you want him to be able to like you know come in and Rodney Dangerfield sure. and you know be the slob. But if the whole thing is there's going to be a twist and they're going to betray him, yeah. maybe they should be nice to him yeah, so that exactly. when they betray him, <laughs> yeah. it's more of a twist. Then we can see the snobs. Yeah. Yeah, I, it just didn't make any sense because there's no... Like, ugh, there's yeah, no, you see all the giant heads on the wall. It's like, okay, mm, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but once we got out into the world, I was really wishing it was like... I, again, I maybe just go through different directors I wish we were doing this. Uh, <laughs> I just felt like I, it would be fun to see this in a Terry Gilliam movie. Mm. You know, just these people who have a, an ancient society where they go out and they hunt giants. Yeah. That's neat. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, all right, we're on board. Sure. Let's see this. Oh. But then yeah. again, uh, they first of all they betray him. Yeah. Um, which all right, that was a twist. But they're just shooting things through him, yeah. and it's like uh, you can't relate to that. No. Like you can't relate to a guy being impaled multiple times. You're like, well, why isn't he dead? Well, what does kill him? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. he in trouble? Yeah. Is he immortal? It seems like he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You've shot him a bunch of times. That's fine. Um, and then when the when the giants come out, there's some uh, there's some okay action with them. But again, it's a CGI thing hitting a CGI mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I want to see the practical. I yeah. want to see a little skin on skin, you mm-hmm. know, something mm-hmm. that feels, yeah. you know, visceral. And uh, you're not really getting that. Like, I, do, I feel with CGI, let's just kind of go off on a CGI for a second. Sure. Because I'm not completely opposed to CGI in films. I think it has its place. Sure. But it has its place as as kind of like in Jurassic Park, where it was used in conjunction with practical effects. Why so you had they them use real two dinosaurs? Together. Just use real dinosaurs. Why is that so hard? <laughs> Why is that so Get some trained dinosaurs. Yeah, train them. I feel so bad for like the dinosaur trainers who have been put out of work by CGI. Yeah. I mean, listen, they were a little cruel with their dinosaurs. Yeah. So much so that they uh, made them extinct at one point. <laughs> but, you know, I assume they could bring them back. Yeah. Uh, I saw a movie called Jurassic Park that showed how they did that. That's right. That's right. The the problem with CGI is, in movies, I don't, I don't think even like young people think it's great. Like I feel like they are probably reacting the same way we are, which is indifference or boredom to scenes of just pure nothing. It's yeah, maybe nothing if you're seeing it. this in really good 3D, it's amazing. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that buys you. But yeah, so there's fighting and dragon. They're not dragon killing, giant killing, and it's like yeah, on paper this looks like this looks great. This would be great, and it's like it's okay. It's, it's okay. Fine. But it's, and they're also using. They're they're using uh, all these CGI places. They're all like so busy. Apparently, they don't have time to like render anything that well. Like it doesn't look great. Like it doesn't look good either. It looks mm-hmm. all kind of blecky, and they're not animated well. Right. Oh, I didn't mention that in the club. There's also a seer. Yes, is there and uh, lady something. Or yeah, and she she lets him know that uh, that he's from hell, and mm. uh, you know that his dad uh, saved him. You know, when everyone wanted to kill him. Yeah. Like, which, you know, uh, fair enough. You know, it's good on the yeah. dad. It was like evil people that were raising him from hell to help in World War. Sure. Was it World War Two, Or what were they doing in this one? World War Two, yeah. Really? Yeah. So what year does this all take place in? No. So why, how, is dad not crazy old? Well, because it doesn't, it's not as uh, good as uh, the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy. All right, fair enough. But it is, because it has Lobster Johnson. Oh, I did like Lobster sequel. Johnson. It was okay. It just I didn't know who he was. So I think if you were like more of a comic book fan and mm-hmm. like enjoyed those comics, be like, oh, Lobster Johnson, Johnson's here. Like I didn't know who that was because I don't read the comics. So 
That's it does sound like, like oh. a guy who has a lobster for a penis. Oh, so he's from Pink Flamingos. There you are. Ooh. <laughs> Spoilers for Pink Flamingos. <laughs> Come on, everyone's seen that movie, right? It's much better than Hellboy. Uh, meanwhile, we got this uh, giant hog-like fairy guy, you know, mm. who's like... Who was the changeling. We find that out. That's mm-hmm. right. Who's looking for stuff and... Who has a, has a grudge. An inexplicable grudge against Hellboy. Sure. Like, well, he knew the risks of this whole changeling thing. He knew what he was in for. I did like, though, that the whole his whole problem was he was going to be able to live his life as a beautiful girl. Yeah. And uh, and Hellboy took that away from him. So he's got to be this monster. I did well, like I did like that that was, you know, he's 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 a fairy, man. He's not necessarily yeah. going to have, you know, you, you can't you can't put down the ethics and go like you shouldn't feel that way. He feels that way cuz he's a selfish fairy. Yeah. Fairies jerks. I know, but he like I just don't understand why he has like this blood feud against Hellboy. Like mm. it should be just more like business is business. Like okay, I you know, he also enough. reminds me of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, character. <laughs> and then he's uh, talking with a character. We don't know who this character is yet. Who is, they're plotting the return of Nimu, the Blood Queen. That's right. And because this uh, warthog-looking fella who was once upon a time going to become a beautiful young girl uh, is carrying a, you know, a what decades-long grudge about this thing. Like, why not just go and try to get an, be another baby? Yeah. Speaking of that baby, she rescues him, uh, you know, at the end of after he's defeated all the giants and what have you, and takes takes him to her place. It's Alice. how did she know that he was there? I, I don't, I don't remember now. Huh? I'm not quite sure either. But you okay. know, I'm sure you'd notice a bunch of giants fighting. It's not hard. But to she's see. in London. He was out in the fields. Of, if if well, okay. isn't she like psychic? That that's no, how. no, she's not, she's psychic, but she's psychic. Like she can speak to the dead. She yeah, can speak through the just, dead. Well, maybe one of the dead told her. Mm. She's she's magic, man. She'll uh, she she figured it out somehow. Maybe magic style. So but that's why that. But the reason they tried to uh, betray Hellboy is because they're afraid of his role in a in a coming apocalypse. That's right. Good for good for them. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. She. Uh. You know. They. They have a little. Uh. You know. Back and forth there at the old. Uh, at the old flat. And uh, we meet uh, Ben uh, Damo, uh, who's an M M eleven agent and uh, there you go m11 being the sort of occult uh branch of of uh the british military intelligence yeah uh, so they go back to the osiris club uh the whole club is slaughtered and alice uh you sure know, felt sorry for them <laughs> yeah you sure did yeah now let's steal some of their stuff not one nice person in that whole club and uh and that's and then, always good to set up that there's no one nice there because then you feel really sorry for them when they're when they're killed when you come back to the scene you're not like just bored with indifference you're you know actively like oh that's too bad like gee i like that character he was nice yeah what happened to that guy oh he's dead too but he was so good yeah he gave him a lemonade but you don't get any of that you don't get any of that feeling you're just like yeah a bunch of dumb jerks got killed oh well yeah be more generous with characters and we'll care when they're killed later on yeah alice channels uh this oh sorry about that Uh, just gotta wait till this goes What is what is it? It's just a triple eight number, meaning it's bullshit. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you can't like swipe it away. No, how do you swipe it away? I don't know. I don't have an iPhone. I, but with my phone, I can like decline it or whatever to swipe it away. This is just uh, I just wait it out. There we go. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so Alice uh, channels uh, the, uh, the the spirit of uh, Hatton, I guess, who. Uh, 
who reveals uh, that uh, that the evil person, uh, Queen, yeah. uh, wants Hellboy to cause the apocalypse, ah. which was the whole thing that uh, they were like against. So, of course, yeah. they call it apocalypse. There we go. So, um, yeah. So, sorry. The plot of this thing. <laughs> oh, right. So, the whole thing is the pig guy is trying to uh, get the body parts of the, of of, the blood queen. Uh, of yes. the blood queen, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he shows up, grabs the arm. Uh, is, takes it away. We learn that uh, the whole thing you were saying about uh, the girl being, you know, the cha- the changeling, you know, changed places with the girl when yeah. they were little. Yeah. And there we go. And we, we get uh, his motivation. We don't need the pig guy's motivation. He's no. an evil pig guy. Hey, he's an evil pig guy. What like, else he's going to do? Why is he working for the witch? Because he's an evil pig guy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? He's like a yeah. hench guy. Like, what else would he be doing That's with right. his life? I wasn't always going to be evil. I was going to replace a baby and and live in its stead. Oh, not evil at all. Fine. Just so you're actually were the good guy, and then you became evil. Yeah. Like we don't need all that stuff. Yeah, it's a good point. We don't need we don't need these backstories for everything. So, uh, Demo, uh, you know, cool guy. Yes. Uh, uh, secretly gets a special bullet that can kill Hellboy. Oh. Ah. This is gonna be a big part of the movie. This is what Chekhov says when you have the special Hellboy yeah. scene. You show it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, you should make a better movie. <laughs> it has to be seen in scene three. Yeah. Uh, or act so three, I should say. Hellboy has a little blow up with his dad about, yeah. you know, he's adopting him and what have you. And uh, he leaves and ends up in, in, in one of the better scenes, uh, though a disturbing scene, uh, in Baba Yaga's house. Yes, that was very good. Yeah. The house was great. And and she seemed like a practical effect. She seemed like she yeah. was a contortionist mm-hmm. that was just like manipulating herself in really creepy yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, it was a, good. There she was eating kids. Yeah, it was like really disturbing. Yeah, it was good all around. Yeah, and the and the house kept moving. Mm-hmm. It was the chicken leg house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It followed like the mythology of Baba Yaga really closely, and and was very very well done. That was that was good stuff. That's there's good CGI there. You have the house is CGI, but Baba Yaga is. Uh, a talented contortionist or, or uh, acrobat or gymnast in makeup. And that's great. That's how you, that's what you and, want. And uh, she makes a deal with him for information where he's going to like, uh, she's going to take his eye. Yeah. And you think like, this might actually happen. He may end up with a patch and that would yeah, be yeah. cool. And we'll see mm-hmm. what this is. Uh, but he goes, he didn't say when. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. Is, uh, which is a good, you know, angle on there. Yeah, yeah. But I wondered if they're going to do something with that. Where like, well, he kind of betrayed the deal a little bit, mm-hmm. and Arthur betrayed the deal, and maybe there'll be something about, yeah, yeah, you know, that you can't trust guys like this that yeah. will always betray the deal. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, called the art of the deal. So uh, she gets mad and curses him to lose a loved one, and mm. uh, there you are. Oh, by the way, we we also find out uh, Demo. There's little hints that something's wrong with Demo. Yeah. And then we learn. I imagine this is from the comic as well. That he, I don't know, maybe, uh, <laughs> that he was the sole survivor of a were jaguar attack. A were jaguar. Yeah. Yes. Were jaguar. A were jaguar. Does not really roll off the tongue. A were jaguar. A were jaguar. Were jaguar. Yeah. A jaguar. 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 Where did they go what with the that? What the fuck with that? Oh, come exactly. on. Exactly. Jaguar. Oh, <laughs> nice. come on. Sorry. <laughs> Dear movie. <laughs> Dear Hellboy. There we are. For future so, reference. Uh, they have uh, they have uh, finally assembled the action figure of Nimu. They've gotten the full set. <laughs> yes. They've uh, put all the That's body right. parts together. It's like if you ever bought those action figures oh. that had like a spare body part in it for a different character and then you put it all together and you end up with like the rhino yeah. or Galactus or something. If only her like the last piece, her foot was in a gas station. So it's like you're collecting, like, you know, like you used to have to collect glasses from gas stations. Oh, there you, you know, go. So That's then, another way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So uh, the, her coven puts her together. She kills them all, showing that she's evil. Uh, oh, no, she kills her old coven. That's right, because she's got revenge. Yeah. Ah, there you are. Uh, with the exception of the pig guy. Uh, and then Nimu poisons Alice and flees with pig guy. Uh, and then uh, Ganida directs Hellboy to the resting place of the wizard Merlin to save Alice. And we meet, uh, we meet Merlin. Mm. Uh, what would you think of Merlin? Hmm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is... That could have been a better scene, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, we get the sword, we get the, the sword and the stone, uh, and Hellboy doesn't take it. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. I did like, you know, the whole thing about it's destiny and mm. can you deal with it? I mean, that's, that's good. Like, what's, what's destiny, mm-hmm. what's not? Yeah. You know, and uh, choose your own destiny. No, that felt like a good character moment yeah. where he makes a choice, you know, to, to be good. You know, he has, he sees, he sees that this sword, is part of this prophecy of his of his becoming this hell beast, that actual mm-hmm. you know creature of the apocalypse of this sort of you know I you know anyway, and so then um, yeah he actively rejects it and chooses to be to yeah be it's good. a fun dynamic the idea that there's these people like Merlin yeah who you know is all about destiny and legacy mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And here's a guy who goes just completely against that. Yeah. You know, just goes his own way and is messing stuff up. That's mm-hmm. a neat, that's a neat angle to play. Yeah, it's fun. You know, and, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Merlin, you know, I like him saying, you screwed it up and then d- instantly like dissolving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the last of his magic. That yeah. was pretty good. So, um, uh, they go back to London. Uh, and you find the M11 staff uh, are all dead. Man, oh. every, everywhere they show up, there's people dead. <laughs> if only yeah. we knew who they were. Yeah, again. <laughs> you're like, are these just those same guys in different outfits? Yeah. yeah there yeah. you are. Uh, and so they follow Nimu to St. Paul's Cathedral, as you do. It's yes. also nice, by the way. If you get a chance to go to St. Paul's Cathedral, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're an evil queen. Yeah. Or if you're just a tourist. It's still a nice visit. Sure. Go, go to the Whispering go, Gallery. Yeah, they should have just whispered this whole uh, climax <laughs> there. The and so, uh, by this point, the pig guy is like super pig powered. Yeah. Yeah, super pig. Mm. And uh, he's, he's able to do like uh, Miss Piggy's karate chops now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, he's able to Kirby. fight Hellboy. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> that'd be funny if he turns into Miss Piggy. That would be a nice <laughs> compromise. It's like, if you wanted to be a beautiful lady yeah. and you ended up like as a hideous pig man. Yeah. And they went like, look, we're going to split the difference. We're going to make you Miss Piggy. And there you go. And be like, pretty good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he's fighting the, the pig, uh, aided by the, the jaguar. I'm going to say that. Uh, and uh, Nemu uh, ends up uh, killing him. And uh, knocks Hellboy into Arthur's hidden tomb that holds Excalibur. Uh, Hellboy now has to make the decision again. Are you going to pull the sword? Are you going to save the day? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Big shot. Um, Did we mention that there's monsters appearing outside that are... Yeah, there sure are. It's... um, You feel for London. I, I like London, yeah. and I'm just seeing like all these... I mean... London has fallen. <laughs> it has. I've established that already. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, there's... there's all... the hideous creatures that are murdering people out mm, there. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't... I was okay with that, actually. I like, you know, they get to raise the stakes. Yeah, there's a lot of businessmen. By the way, like earlier... And the creatures are cool. Earlier we see her yeah. going through London 
just killing people yeah. like crazy, which makes it weird later when everyone is calm on the street. Like, I understand, <laughs> yes. keep calm and carry on. Yes. But crazy witch lady is just dissolving <laughs> yeah. people earlier. So yeah. when businessmen are out just, like, having yeah. lunch, yeah. I'm like, really? Because seconds ago, <laughs> witches. Yeah, we didn't need that sequence. I thought that was yeah. that was a little over the top. It, it kind of ruins this one. What but you I need is everything the... to be stayed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. proper, and yeah. then the demons, demons showing up. I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I don't like people getting i don't i mean you're watching a you're watching a horror movie i'm i'm okay with yeah i'm okay with carnage you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it yeah you're gonna have to do it i'm okay that they're they're no they're no one i know and they're not real people and they reverse it later but like do they bring them back to life or is everyone just dead do the guys who get eaten still stay in the bellies i don't know about that i don't yeah what's what's this about i don't know but i thought that i thought that the uh monsters were were fun designs even though they weren't once again cgi yeah but that's okay because they're monsters it could be cgi as long as i don't have to watch them fighting each other i'm okay with the with monsters coming and along and you're seeing some you know tearing people um, in half landmarks being destroyed as well it's all right so it's, all, it's still a lot of good stuff still standing it's all there still and quite frankly uh hey doctor who you were slacking off that it day. took him a long time to rebuild london after a gi joe retaliation and you know they finally got it all put back together, yeah. and then this happens. It's a real and al- setback. And also rebuilding um, like the the, the 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 Millennium Bridge after mm-hmm. uh, Voldemort. Yes, uh, after destroyed Voldemort it. destroyed it. Yeah, that's right. Well, that was you know that was a minor setback, but still, you know they just got it fixed after once again GI Joe retaliation, which of course was the entire destruction of of London. But mm-hmm. it's a real mess. And then of course there was a time Galactus showed up and made that water hole. <laughs> And then, when and that then, cloud, when that cloud showed up, yeah, that and made cloud showed up and did some stuff. <laughs> anyway, but it was elemental. So, um, so they, uh, so, so, so he's got to make the decision: will he pull the sword? Will he not pull the sword? Uh, he removes the sword, opens a portal to hell, from which demon. Oh, that's what makes the demons attack London. Yeah, okay, that's right. okay. Uh, then Alice uh, channels um, his uh, his dad's spirit. Yes, to give him a good talking to, because mm-hmm. that's what Ian McShane does. By the way, that is a really gross effect. Yeah, like it comes out of her mouth like some kind of weird. Like, yeah, like so it she looks can like really taste the McShane. It looks like intestines are coming out of her mouth, and then they're like talking. What you need is like after she does that, uh, then Hellboy kisses her and goes, "Oh." You taste like dad. <laughs> yeah. That's what she needed in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's like, will he uh, be corrupted? Will he be the king? Yes. His you know, horns grow. He has the flame, flaming, the flaming crown. Crown, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but then dad gives him a good talking to, and he just, he decapitates, you know, the, uh, the, the queen. Uh, you know, not the first time this has happened to her. She's no. pretty used to it. Yeah. Um and uh, and throws her head into the portal. What's the joke he makes uh, when he does that? <laughs> Something like you know, uh, don't lose your head, or you know, you're gonna stay ahead, or heads up, or you know, heads <laughs> I win, tails you lose, <laughs> yes, or right. you know, how to get ahead in business without really trying. <laughs> you thought you were the head of this operation, <laughs> right. but you're not. You're now. head of the class. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it was like it was it was corny and okay. <laughs> Uh, it's all, fine. Once again, this is back to hell. Hellboy renounces the sword, mm. and uh, you know he says bye to his dad and Damo, who the whole thing is like, should I shoot Hellboy? Um, no, doesn't, and uh, gets rid of the special uh, Hellboy killing bullet. I'm glad they spent so much time on that bullet because mm. I was certainly worried about it through all of that movie. Right. I think you should keep that just in case, like I don't know, Satan shows up. Right? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> might need the bullet. Sure. Anyway. Well, you don't want a case, but uh, someone, a villain could get it and, and hurt Hellboy with it. 
So uh, six months later, uh, we see them all in a uh, raid on a club yeah. where we do see, it looks like Abe Sapien, and you're yeah. uh, like, oh, that would have been yeah. nice to see him in this movie. Yeah, it would have been nice. I guess I guess that's the getting us ready for the sequel. Mm. And now is where I realize happen. that I left before um, the mid-credit scene. Um, <laughs> did you stick around for the mid-credit scene? Yeah. All right. That's yeah. where Hellboy is consoled at his dad's grave by the ghost of his hero, Lobster Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I always watch the credits in a movie. And the post credit scene, uh, but I didn't realize there were uh, mm. going to be ones for this. Baba Yaga uh, yeah. enlists an unseen force to seek out Hellboy with the promise of allowing him uh, to finally die. Yes. Yes. Did you want to see more Lobster Johnson? What did Lobster Johnson say? I, you're talking to the wrong guy. You're talking to someone who, who cares. I'm talking to someone who watched the scene, though. Yeah, what yeah. happened? I don't, I don't remember. Lobster Johnson, the ghost, just showed up and mm-hmm. just went, so your dad's dead? <laughs> Hey, you want to know why they call me Lobster Johnson? And you just hear a zipping, and, and Hellboy's going, ah! And Hellboy went, oh, like pink flamingos. No, I, I just sorry, thought you I had crabs. I, you know, like this movie, I was, you know, like I say, I, I know, I've enjoyed Neil Marshall's movie, like quite a few yeah. of his movies, and I was, I had some, I wouldn't say high hopes, but I had hopes that this movie would be, you know, entertaining and fun and a kind of, and I was hoping that it would be like, like I knew it was going to be not big budget. And I'm okay with that. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of Evil Dead and stuff. Those aren't big budget movies. But you can have fun with those films in a kind of low budget way. Okay. And and make it work. Whereas this movie, it's just everyone is so mean through the whole movie. that, And you never, like, you just don't feel close to anyone. Like, we're talking about Damo, the, the Jaguar. Like, that guy is, like, mad at Hellboy the whole time. Mm. Um, the sassy, uh, you know, girl who can speak to the dead, Sarah. She's, you know, like the repartee is kind of, you know, sort of barbed the whole time and it doesn't really feel, you don't really get a sense that they're like close or that there's some sort of relationship there. And you find out that they they don't have one because she's a baby when that he saved her. Yeah. Uh, So do you feel there's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it supposed to be some romantic kind of? I don't think it was supposed to be romantic. I think it was supposed to be like friendly, like not. Okay. I prefer that actually. I'm I'm okay with, I don't think we need romance. No. But I just wish, like, if it's gonna be friendly, like, be f- have more friendliness in it. Like, be friends. Like, like we should get like, like some sense of of them having like an like an ongoing relationship, like mm. an ongoing friendship with each other. Not that he saved her when she was a baby, and it and that's like some sort of like thing he holds over her head. Right. I saved you once. Yeah. Okay. I was a baby. <laughs> Lots of people save babies. <laughs> this is your job. They're babies. Big deal. Like, it doesn't. It just seems like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I like. Okay, here's here's the here's the problems with the film. Okay, um, CGI isn't uh, isn't entertaining. Isn't, isn't heartfelt. Yeah. Okay, so it's like we got to find our heart somewhere else. Is it in the relationships between your main characters? No. No. Nope. Most people are snarky and mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about how about the side characters? Everyone else is just really mean <laughs> and or super really evil mean. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yelling and snarky and mean. Yeah. Okay. So who 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 do I like? I like Hellboy. What's he like? He's really snarky. Yeah. But everyone's snarky. Yeah. You know, you need people to be proper. Yeah. And then he's the guy That's who busts right. in. And he's like, the Groucho Marx. In yeah, this he's situation. the Groucho Marx. But if everyone's, you know, being, you know, Rodney Dangerfield, you don't want Groucho Marx showing up with a bunch of Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right. That's fine. Yeah, there's nothing to hang. Whereas I think like in the previous two Hellboy movies, 
as you're saying, there were sweet characters. Yeah. And so there was always sweetness. Or if nothing else, he's holding a bunch of kittens yeah, at one point. Right. And you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, this has sweetened up the yeah. movie so that now where you're going to sour me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, it's going to be more impactful. Yeah. Um, Baba well, Yaga is so over the top that she she does feel, you know, oh, this yeah. is a very different movie to me. But, yeah, yeah. you know. Everything else feels like yeah, it's 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 all yeah. The Blood Queen is pedestrian. Yeah, she spends most of her time sitting on a couch watching television, missing limbs. We have we do have like a giant pig thing, like a warthog kind of thing. That's but you know it's just like a giant warthog thing. And we've sort of seen again. I just felt a little too Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to me. Like <laughs> I've seen this, I've seen this kind of guy yeah. before. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's fine. Uh, but it could, but it could have been more. You needed more for Hellboy to bounce against. What, I, uh, what would have been better with the pig thing is if he was nice, like everyone else was mean and snarky, oh, and yeah, the pig yeah. was nice. Like he goes to the monastery and doesn't kill everyone. Okay, but just like yeah, he's polite. Yeah, you, you know, I think that's the angle on the pig guy because his whole thing was he wanted to be a young lady. Yeah, and he's the opposite of a beautiful, dainty young lady. Yeah. But he still wants to be that. That's right. So it would be more interesting to see this giant pig guy acting like a dainty young lady. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. You gotta you gotta play the other angle mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a mistake to get rid of Merlin so so soon. It's like Merlin's an interesting idea, and he just shows up and then just like turns to dust. It's like that's your that's uh, your Merlin I scene. Yes, most famous wizard in the world, King Arthur. Uh, you know, I think. Merlin is like a thing, thing where you, you realize the screenwriters thought they had a movie so packed with interest that you could just go scene to scene and like kind of dump things, yeah. you know, like giants, dump giants, secret society, dump secret society, yeah. Hellboy's dad, dump Hellboy's dad, M11 headquarters, dump those. Like everything is just like thrown yeah. away and throughout the movie. So by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, what's left? There's, everyone's gone. There's nothing for, where, what is Hellboy? No one is at the grave. There's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, his relationship with Ian McShane wasn't as good as um, the relationship with John Hurt. I well, think. no, because in in the John Hurt one, we have John Hurt as the kindly father character, and then we have um, uh, the other actor whose name I can't remember now. The the dad from uh, Arrested Development, Hank from uh, yeah from uh, the anyway the uh, Larry Sanders. Yeah, the um, he he is the jerk. Mm-hmm. In those in those in those sequences, so you don't have like you don't have to have the dad being both those things to Hellboy. He doesn't have to be the strict person. He can be the loving father. And then you have, uh, oh man, I wish I could remember that actor's <laughs> name. Shoot. Anyway, you can have that Tambor Jeffrey. Tambor. Yeah, Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeffrey Tambor, as being as being the character, the antagonist to, to Hellboy. And Hellboy isn't even like the Ron Perlman Hellboy isn't even that big of a jerk. He's he you know he wants to be known. He he's he resents that he does all this world saving and no one knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And so his secret urge is to be seen and recognized yeah. as being this hero. But that's not such a terrible thing. Like, that's not such a jerky thing. That's just, you know, it's a, maybe yeah. it's a little egotistical, but it's understandable that if you sacrifice so much that you'd want to be recognized for what you've done for, for humanity. And whereas in the David Harbour Hellboy, doesn't have any of those sort of nuanced elements to his character. He's just a cigar-chomping yeah. jerk, which is okay if the jerkiness to other people is is uh, due. You know, like if they're yeah. they're snobs or you know there's some sort of elitist or they're trying to like you know slow him down, like stop him from doing his job or whatever. Just things like that, you know. But we don't get any of that, you know. Yeah, I did. Yeah, again, I like him 
I just thought he didn't get enough to bounce off of. Yeah. Um, My only problem with David Harbour in that role is David Harbour is not a physical actor. Mm. Like, he's a very good actor, but he's not, like, a physically fit actor. And I felt like Hellboy in a lot of sequences seemed very, just kind of dumpy. Like, just okay. kind of, like, didn't have, like, a like a physical act, act, act uh, physical element to his character. And also, his tail. In the Guillermo del Toro films, his, his tail was CGI. And by the way, that's a good idea. That's a good use of CGI. In this movie, it's just a piece of plastic that's hanging off his butt. The whole movie, it never moves the entire film. It mm. just kind of waves around when he runs. But it's not like a, 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 you know, not like a separate kind of character, like a cat's tail where yeah. it's kind of doing its own thing or can be like indicating, like he can be saying one thing as yeah. Hellboy and his tail is telling you something different. You know, like that's, that's an interesting part Which of it. Which works character. too if you're a character who loves cats. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I yeah, he didn't was, have. Yeah. I, I think that's another thing too. Is like they didn't give him anything that he really loved or liked. So again, then you don't have anything to take away. Yeah, you don't you have, know. Yeah, like Hellboy in the original is. Yeah, he likes cats. He likes pancakes. He's in love. He's in love. Yeah, he loves his dad. Yeah, you know. So there's things that uh, are a risk to him. That yeah, he could lose. And this guy, you know, from the stars, like hey, he's just a hard drinking. Yeah, tough fighting cigar you know, guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, what what can what can he lose? And also, can he be killed? Mm. Like we're not really uh, breaking down. What's the deal with him? Yeah, like yeah. he just got stabbed through the chest. Does he have a heart? Yeah. He's a demon. Like, a special bullet kills him. Gotcha. Does that mean nothing else kills him? <laughs> yeah. Because if nothing else kills him... What are the stakes? That's right. What are, What's the... Would stakes kill him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just... Yeah. When when you watch a movie that that just... You know, and like I say, I didn't mind watching uh, the, the denizens of London being torn in half by, okay. by, you know, monsters. But if a movie has no heart... For for the protagonists in the film, if there's no sense of closeness amongst the team, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe it's just a problem with it being an origin movie. I don't know, but I also think like you know something something I think something like the Marvel movies do well is you know when you get when you get Shield, they're they're there to protect. Mm-hmm. So when people are being killed, it's upsetting to them. Yeah, they want you know. Whereas you don't really get the feeling that anyone in whatever this organization that Hellboy works yeah. for. Is caring that like well, anybody? They know who... they're next. Sure. They don't have time to waste on guess... feelings. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm going to be dead in a day or two. That's 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 fair. <laughs> but like, it just uh, people are being killed. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you want like Hellboy caring. You want someone to care. Yeah. Like I know he's like in another area and he can't see what's going on, so mm-hmm. there's no reaction to that until everything goes into crazy reverse. Yeah. And then it all goes pulled in. It's like, it's weird. <laughs> Why do you have to repair? Um, like what, what's it? What's it get you when like all of uh, you know uh, London is knitting itself back together again and now it looks fine? Yeah. Like I get that if that's a TV show or something and you've got to like set it for like the next week and everything's fine. Yeah. You're a movie. You can leave things destroyed. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. We still get the story. We were enjoying the destruction. That's why we we're watching. I know. You're seeing all these buildings being fixed, but yeah. I'm like, are those people okay? No. Well, then that's not. Yeah. You know. Then this whole reversal thing, we shouldn't feel good about it. Yeah. You know, with all the because the people are what really what matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's weird. Like, if you watch a movie like Pacific Rim, which is another Del Toro film, sure. And you know, buildings are being destroyed and punches are being thrown and stuff like that. And then you're like, of course, people are dying in, by the scores in that film. Sure. Like. Like, I think this is part of that sort of, you know, uh, the, you know, that's what you're sort of enjoying about watching monsters attack a city is that kind of crazy destruction. That's part of the fun of it. This film doesn't really have 
any sense of fun to it though even in the destruction of things you know like yeah i just i don't know that's that's all i want to say about it okay i was disappointed uh, disappointed by hellboy i was uh, i was not because i had very low expectations for this film okay. so that you know it surpassed my expectations mm. and so uh i still i still enjoyed it but uh definitely could have been a lot more and yeah again cgi thing versus cgi thing you gotta you gotta balance it out with some some mm-hmm. heart or yeah. what are you gonna do but uh yeah, I was uh, I was all for the for uh, David Harbour. I would see him again. He's such a good actor. Do something if you if you're doing this one more time, practical this shit up, <laughs> please. I want to see someone fight some puppets. I want to see well practical, and I want to see the characters who like each other and have a relationship, and you know their their safety is of concern to each other. But you did not get that feeling watching this film. Yeah, and uh, more Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah, and her chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but have you seen this film? And if so, you know what did what did you think? One more time, I'm gonna do it one more time. Uh, SneakyDragon.com is our website. We have message boards there. You know, underneath there, post things, talk to us. We'll talk back. We're not shy to do such things like that. Mm. Um, we also uh, we enjoy an email. We're yes. uh, we're gentlemen of a certain age, so we uh, respond to email. Yes. Um, please don't Snapchat us. We don't know how that works. But email sneakyd at sneakydragon.com, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. We do have Instagrams, but personal ones. Um, we're also on Twitter at sneaky underscore dragon and Tumblr, sneakydragon.tumblr.com. Mm. Uh, we do very much enjoy uh, hearing from you. And uh, though we don't uh, respond to uh, what you say here, we may respond on one of our other shows. You never know. You never know. Uh, other shows we have are uh, Sneaky Dragon. We also have the Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. We also have Completely Beatles. We also have Totally Tintin. We also have Full Marks. <laughs> they are all available. Just go to um, SneakyDragon.com. How much will that cost me? Uh, you say, free. I'll tell you that's how much it costs you. It's free. Mm-hmm. So uh, please do that. We do have a Patreon if you want to uh, give us a little bit of money. We will uh, happily take it, yep. and we will take that money to the movies, and we will see more movies, possibly <laughs> buy some snacks. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Tasty, tasty popcorn-y snacks. Dave, do you put uh, anything in your popcorn or just to have straight popcorn? Well, butter. Do you do uh, the old chocolate thing? Do you put like uh, M&M's? Where is this from? No one does that. Yes, people do that. It's made up. That's very American thing to they do. Like, they like candy at the bottom of a greasy bucket? Yeah. Well, America, you've... You're living in your own problems. That's have to say. No wonder. No wonder that us is a it's a thing down there. <laughs> Quit do, it. Do you? What do you guys do for uh for um, movie theater snacks? Let us know. Uh, do, do you mix things in with the popcorn? Is this a weird idea? Let us just uh, let us know. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We've been the fan explainers. I've been Ian Boothby. I've been David Detter. Uh, we'll be back next time with another movie. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, so we're not going to tell it to you because you know we can't. But will it be a comic book movie? You know what? Odds are. Odds are. It's going these days.
I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking nuts!